Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on our adventure, the party was beginning a night of revelry in Dunalin. Alexander and Vesper headed into the streets to test out the magic cards on unsuspecting townsfolk. After turning a drunk halfling into an older version of himself and making a gold dragonborn completely disappear, they, along with Liberté, walked back to the hungry halfling. Taz surveyed the bar until the group came back, quickly demanding the cards from Alexander upon return. After going up to bed, the group could not find Jacques, who had supposedly been asleep for some time. After some frantic searching, Alexander found him passed out on the fire escape. Alexander also attuned to his new hat, the Hat of Disguise. The next day, the group set about to complete their business before the upcoming festival. Visiting the trading post, a general store, they met a green dragonborn, and the group made a variety of purchases. Alexander, upon exiting, attempted to alleviate Vesper's growing concern that they had killed the golden dragonborn the night before by taking on his visage, only to forget that he was holding his cat in the process. They then approached Alchemical Infusions, a curious store which sold health tonics. Though several members were interested in buying, Taz's casting of a spell infuriated the owner, and they were kicked out. The group then met with the tailor and leather worker before turning their eyes to other business. Vesper, Alexander, and Jacques found a jobs pole and were intrigued by a plight from a halfling named Jenny, whose goods for the festival had been stolen. Jumping into the case, the party found a number of clues and were soon suspicious of the town guards. Eventually, the group split up to gather more information from Ginny, and while Taz, Vesper, and Jacques were preoccupied, Liberté and Alexander took matters into their own hands. They approached the guardhouse, where the watchmen were immediately suspicious. Liberté eventually managed to escape, while Alexander attempted to change his form and pretend to be a guard. The crowd saw him, and Alexander took off down the street. Eventually, he was cornered by a guard, leaning to an immediate confrontation. And that is where we pick up. I mean, Liberté wasn't that far away, was he? Like, he was only... He is probably at least 100 feet away. Okay, that's fair. You are not that close to each other. Alexander, let's go ahead and roll initiative. We got the same roll. Hey, 14.12. Uh, no, the guard got 14. You got a 23. Oh, well, suck it, guard. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, Alexander, you are up first. The guard has moved in, pulled out his short sword. What are you doing? Oh, man. I've had so long to think about this. Um... What form am I currently in? I'm trying to remember. I'm in the guard form, right? Yes. You currently appear as you are a guard, but he has, through your words, determined that you are likely the suspect he is looking for. Okay, I'll I'll turn towards him, and um, 
I'll sort of realize what he's what he's getting up to, and I will just use the dodge action for this turn, just to sort of see what he's up to, because I'm not 100% sure if he's going to try and give me a whack just yet. So, that's it. Okay. You take the dodge action, I assume you're staying where you are? Uh, staying where I am, and I... Hmm. I'll leave Charles where he is too, sort of just like waiting in the alleyway for his turn as well. Okay. Comes to the guard's turn. He is going to try and grapple you, so this is a contested strength check. Oh, that's not my thing. Oh. Alright. Uh... Ooh, that's not good. Uh, let's see what happens. Technically, it's an athletics check. Oh, okay, cool. Are you proficient um, in athletics? No. Okay, but... so it's an 11. <laughs> hey! <laughs> the guard <laughs> rolls a 1. Great start. That's alright. I'm slippery. So, the, the dodge action, you are there waiting for his attack. The guard lunges forward, and you are able, as he lunges forward, he goes off balance. You kind of just put your hand on his face and push him to the side, and he just boof! falls flat onto the ground on his stomach. He is prone. Oh, man. Dude, I know you're scared, but don't try and hug me. I'm gonna say that's his entire <laughs> turn because that's a one. Alexander, you're up. Alright, um... So would I be any any closer now? You are getting closer, yes. I, I will let you know if you appear. Okay, but I'm going at like a normal walking speed because I'm in the crowd, so it's not like I'm sprinting to help. Exactly. Okay, well, I've noticed that this hasn't exactly gone as planned for some reason. So, I will just whip out my rapier, and... Hmm. Can I... Can I have Charles go and jump on him and give me the, the help action for advantage? Yes, you can. I, I'm saying familiars go on the same turn, so yes, yeah, you, can, so... You, 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 you can move Charles and have him like yeah. go at his face to give you advantage on what you're trying to yeah. do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So yeah, we'll we'll go for that, and I'll uh, I'll give him. Uh, sorry, I will attack with. Uh, let's go booming blade. Okay, you you have advantage anyway because he's prone. So you don't te technically need Charles to get advantage. Okay, well then I'll not use the cat because I really don't want to get him killed. So, okay, um, go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, Castle, what level? Cantrip? Just zero, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess it's just a normal attack then, and just apply it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, so you make a melee attack at yeah. advantage, oh, and then if yeah. it hits. Okay, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll again. We'll see if it hits, or if it's crit. Sorry, because that hits. Fantastic. All right, so it's a twenty-two then. Yes, twenty-two does hit. Let me make sure I'm understanding the spell. Yes, if it moves. Okay. So you come down with your rapier right into his side, kind of um, in between his ribs. He screams out in pain. You do seven points of piercing damage. That yep. is your action. What else are you doing? Um, hmm. Well, I can't inspire myself. We've been over that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just 
Uh, I'll... Hmm. I'll take... Sort of... Two squares back, so I'll just go move to... You know, uh, what? Ten meters away, or ten feet away? It's not ten meters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll... Okay. I'll step away from him, just because i got Booming Blade. And I'll be like, wow, you're, you're the first person to see through it. Good job. <laughs> He is going to make a strike out at you at disadvantage because he's prone for his opportunity attack. Mm -hmm. So let me roll that. No, that misses with a, with a, uh, what would that be? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a four. (laughs) That misses. Yeah. All right. You can see why that might miss. Yep. So that's part of your movement. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Now comes to the guard's turn. He is going to stand up. And he is going to move to you, so that activates a booming blade. Yep. Go ahead and roll uh, your, your thunder damage. D8? Or... Yes, D8 thunder damage. I'll just roll that. Hey, seven. That's pretty good. So he, he stands up, sees you. He's kind of holding the wound with one hand starts running to you and as soon as he starts to run Liberté, you and everyone in the crowd hears a loud thunderous boom coming from the alleyway where Alexander went down. Actually, I, I want to say just as he's about to get up, I'm like, oh, dude I wouldn't recommend that. And then as he as he starts moving, I'm like oh, told ya. Alright. <laughs> uh, so that is seven points of thunder damage to the guard. And then he is going to move in and uh, attempt to strike you. Such life. Ooh. Seven to hit. No. Comes down with the short sword. Not trying to grapple you this time because you attack him. He comes through and you are able to just <laughs> parry it away with your own blade. Hmm. I feel bad now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and as he does that, he he starts screaming, "God, help! Assistance needed!" Oh man, it's going well. Not much time to deal with that, though. Your turn. All right. Um. Hmm. Uh, is Liberté moved in any closer, or he is getting progressively closer? You don't you don't see him. Okay, cool. That's what I'm checking, pretty much. Yeah, you um... actually do see there does seem to be a crowd of individuals who are now starting to gather at the end of this alleyway and are starting to watch this fight happen. Oh, and I'm still a god, though, aren't I? Correct. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. Damn. I'm going to use my action to to sort of look over to the other people. Uh, that are coming up, and uh, I'm gonna say this guard attacked me out of nowhere. He's, you know, he's he's working for a criminal organization. So someone go and get help straight away. Make a persuasion check. Hey, I'm pretty good at that. Don't know how it'll actually help me, but that's fine. Uh, is it performance or persuasion? Persuasion. Persuasion. Worth a shot. That's not bad. 16. Okay. You shout it. 
sick. Can't <laughs> <laughs> <Talk> complain. <laughs> they seem to hear you. You don't know what's going to happen. That's right. your action. You have your movement and your bonus action. Um, can't really move away from him because he'll attack me. So, bonus actions, what have I got? I don't have much in terms of attacking. I could use identify. No, I don't have the thing. Um, hmm. That's, what is this? Let's take a look. No, that's an action. Okay, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it, actually. Okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Alright. Now that he's into combat with you, and he's missed with his short sword, he's going to attempt to grapple you again. Ah, oh, man. I should stop letting him do that. So go ahead and make an athletics check. Yep. Actually, I, I should say, this is athletics or acrobatics. Oh, thank God. My my fault initially. Yeah, cool. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, it's I'm, athletics on, on my end. That's good, because I got plus seven in that one, so that's good. Ooh. Yeah, so I got a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, Damn. natural 20 versus an 8, total of 27. Yes. He goes to grab for you again, and you just whoop, slip right out of his hands. I'm just playing up the performance for these guys. I'm like, he's, he's just so incompetent. Like, come on. Uh. Okay. As, as, you, as he misses you, you kind of give a smirk and kind of look down towards the people in the crowd to see if they're going to do anything for you. And you actually see two more guards appear. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great. Yeah, this is going about <laughs> as well as I would have expected it, so that's fine. Um, Liberté, the guards are about 50 feet ahead of you. They haven't been sprinting towards this. You are still walking, so you still have a little bit of time before you get to this scene. So, for the rest of us, would we have heard the thunder? Yes. At this point, you have heard some sort of commotion beginning and i will say you are leaving jenny about to walk back towards liberté and alexander and you hear some sort of commotion start and then a, a few seconds later boom a loud a loud thunderous sound but they're probably like 300 feet away or something right yes they are they are quite a ways away yeah so you you can tell something's going on but but you don't know what it is yeah i wouldn't have any need to rush or know of any need to rush so we'd probably be walking towards it yeah just to see what was going on that's fine we were like by the guard house last time and we like saw like the all the commotion that was going on there that's where i thought we were last time uh at the end of the last session you all were having your conversation with Ginny while okay. all of the craziness with Alexander and Liberté was happening. Right. We okay. were on our way through the back alleys to get to the guardhouse. Oh, and then so, yeah. so we would yeah. still be in that alley waiting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying that as you were leaving Ginny, that's when this is happening. Because oh. this didn't in, in retrospect, this didn't take as long as your conversation did. So I'm, I'm saying that they waited a few minutes and then went. So as you're ending your conversation, that's when this whole scenario is starting. Okay, got it. So, so you all are still in that central kind of open plaza area where the dancing stage is. 
but all of the people around you, most of them have either stopped working or are just standing and kind of gawking at the sound and the commotion that is coming from the main thoroughfare. Okay. So I turn to Vesper and Jacques and say, well, we should go and see if we can give the town a hand. That doesn't sound so good. Agreed. Damn, they're going to try and kill me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To explain why I'm not speeding up, is that I'm not in disguise anymore, and I had used a message cantrip last time to ask him where he was, and he didn't answer. So my assumption is that he's either got it under control or they've already captured him. So I'm just keeping the pace. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. All right, Alexander, it's back to your turn. Um, just out of interest, the two guards that showed up... Uh... Are the, either of them the one that I'm masquerading as? Important distinction. Because you said that I saw them. Let's find out. No. Neither, okay, neither cool. one. Um, uh, that opens up a few options. Not many. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, that was a 96 on a D100, folks. Uh, yeah, I know. I could have done so much better with that. I could have actually used that for something good instead of this. Uh, man, what have I got? Let's just... Hmm. What are the actions that the cat has? Probably not anything super useful. Can meow. Oh, yes. Of course. Yes. To meow and Charles can only do the help action cannot attack, cannot do anything of that sort. Hmm. I, w- I will say over the, the the two attacks that you have done on the guard between your your rapier attack and the booming blade, he is looking a little hurt. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, I'm going to I'll stab at him again and I'll use another booming blade because that went so well last time. Alright, make an attack roll. Uh, and I'll get advantage with um, with Charles as well. I'll have him just sort of run up and start climbing on him. Okay, you can go ahead and move him. Yep. So uh, Charles yeah. sprints up, starts running up the back of his leg skirts, clawing into his back. You have advantage on this strike. Hell yeah. Um, so yep, I will go rapier attack. Ooh, ouch. Eleven misses. Damn. You thrust your rapier forward and it just right off his armor. Glances off, no effect. Alright. I'll look to Charles and I'll just be like, sorry buddy, and I'll start running uh, full movement as far as I can. uh, Down this way, if possible. Okay. As his opportunity attack, he's going to try to grapple you again. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So that's an acrobatics or athletics versus his athletics. Can you do a opportunity attack grapple? It, it's considered an attack, so yes. Huh. Okay. Any melee attack. Okay. Alright, um, I will, yeah, go acrobatics again. Ooh, the light's just fluttered. 15, let's see if he beats it. Surely not. <laughs> oh! 16. <laughs> you you go to run, and he grabs you and holds you in place. 
I'm like, okay, you can take <laughs> me, but let the cat go. <laughs> Alright. That's my turn then, I guess. I don't have any bonus action to get me out of this. So, yep. Guard's turn. These guards are going to start moving again. Get up here. Thirty feet. I'm gonna say one goes here, and one goes and one goes here. They are going to pull crossbows. Cool. Cool. They cool. shout, "Stop! Don't move!" The other guard is going to continue to hold you. Do I contest against that, or do I wait for my turn? You have to do that on your turn. Heck. Liberté, I'm going to say that you are now getting to the edge of this. You are now there. So you are now getting up. You see three guards, two with crossbows, one grappling another guard that you are fairly certain is Alexander. Okay. So that, that's your movement gets you there. You can do an action if you want. You are amongst a growing crowd who is watching this spectacle go down. Okay. Uh, is uh, So I've joined the crowd. Everyone's looking at the spectacle, right? They're not looking at me. For the most part, correct. For the most part, great. Um, you can't be certain. There's people in front of you, people behind you. Right, okay. Uh Okay. Um and what's the range on that? Thirty feet. Okay. Uh so I think all I'm going to do right now is I'm gonna cast a minor illusion. Uh, which can be a sound. I can cast it 30 feet away from me. So, over here, I'm going to have a voice shout out, uh, The fire is spreading! Okay. Are you trying to do this sneakily? Uh, sure, but it's just somatic and material, so... You, you would still have to, if you were trying to do it stealthily, you would still have to try to conceal the fact that you're doing hand motions for a spell. Like a sleight of hand or something, maybe. Right. Sure, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. I'm, I can't imagine anyone's going to think anything of it, because yeah. it'd be weird for somebody to, to see me make a hand motion and think that I'm causing someone to shout. So. You, you You don't know. Go ahead and make a slight hand check. Not more weird than a little red dude with horns, so right. pretty normal. I mean I'm already I'm already weird. Mm. Just weird people doing weird people shit. Sixteen. Okay. Good to know. Go ahead and make an arcana check, and I will say this is how persuasive the voice is. Okay. Nice. Twenty one. 
Hey. The other three, you are getting closer, but you're still pretty damn far. Almost there. The crowd is growing. Alexander, it's back to you. Could we hear the minor illusion or no? I would say no for how far okay. you are. Sure. Okay, um, cool. I think I have a plan. And we all know that goes well. So <laughs> let me just do a quick read on this because it could actually make things so much worse. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> it could make things so much worse, he said. Um, worse than attempted murder of a guard. Hey, like, you know, that's pretty normal in these parts, as far as anyone here knows, because this is my town. Um, so... We're gonna have a talk... We're gonna have a talk later about the default actions you take in these situations. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine, but it's not later now. So, I'm gonna... I can still attack when I'm grappled, right? Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. So I am going to... Um, hmm. I'm going to grab my rapier, and I'm going to use... The name eludes me, and I don't think I have it written here properly. The pushing attack from the sword bard. Um, okay. I'm just trying to figure out how far it pushes them back. I think it's 10 feet, but... Could be wrong. I think it's mobile flourish. Mobile flourish, yeah. Push the target up to five feet. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so, but if he's holding me and I push him five feet, do I go with him, or does that just break the grapple straight away? I am considering. Because it's force movement, that's where I think that it might break it, but that also might not. Usually with force move movement, you go with the target, though. Hmm. Well, whatever you rule, I'll, I'll go by. It's fine. But I assume I'd know this at this point anyway. I will say, go ahead and make the attack. If it hits, because this is all dependent on if it hits. If it hits, I will say I will make the decision based on how well the attack hits. Okay. Um, I've still got Charles going to town on him, so do I still get advantage, or are we just going to go straight roll? Yeah, you, you, you still have advantage. Okay, cool. I'm going to ride that train as far as I can. Um, we'll go for the attack. That's yeah, pretty good. 21. Okay. You take your rapier, and that does uh, does that do additional damage, or no? Uh, no, it, do it gives me an extra 10 movement and pushes him back 5 feet. Okay. Seeing yourself in this dangerous situation, the guards are there. You're thinking, oh crap, oh crap. You take your rapier grab the back of his head as uh, Charles is on it and you <laughs> stick your rapier straight through his chest oh. and it pokes out the back Buddy. oh boy <laughs> feel that his body still moves five feet <laughs> yep so, so him and Charles both fly back five feet and he lands sprawled on the ground not moving the guard does Okay. Charles is just on top of his body. And then I believe with that you 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 get to move your movement speed, correct? Uh plus 10. Or am I still uh affected by the half speed? No, hold. Grapple reduces your speed to 0, but you just knocked him unconscious, so you're yeah. not grappled anymore. Okay, so I still got my full movement plus 10 because of the mobile flourish. So 
Yeah. I'm I'm rereading it. No worries. Okay. You can then immediately use your reaction to move up to your walking speed to an unoccupied space within five feet of the target. Oh, that's not fun. Um, so you would be able to move towards him. Eh, well, let's really not do that. Alright, uh, I'm just gonna use my, uh, movement to run down here. That's 30 feet, or do I have one more? I think I have one more. 5, 10, 15, 20, that's 20 feet. Yep, that's 30. And I'll have, because Charles only uses his action, not his movement, um, I'll have him go this way. Okay. So we'll scatter. Yep. And that's my turn. <laughs> Formation Alpha! Yeah, this is practice. We've done this before. <laughs> the guards are now up. The guards are going to completely ignore the cat. Because it's a Aww. fucking cat. <laughs> hey, he, he made this happen. Don't discredit the cat. Uh, this is as far as that guard can get this turn. So he will shoot a crossbow bolt at you. Did they already have attacks that they were holding on me, or were they just looking at me before? They weren't trained. They, mm -hmm. they, they were expecting you to surrender. Oh, yeah. But you did. Well, so, you surprised <laughs> them. Then this one can get... Yeah, this one can get here. No one's staying behind to help their fellow guard? They're running after the guy who just knocked one of them out. And sure, he's apparently impersonating out. guards. So I'm not impersonating him. I said that he was impersonating him. I did my job. <laughs> so you're going to get one crossbow attack and one grapple. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Here is the crossbow. Ten. Suck it, guards. That nope. misses. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and make your acrobatics check to avoid the grapple. Oh, it says advantage, but it says 25 because I got an 18. There's the first 25. one. 25. And here's, here's their athletics. Nope. Awesome. So he, he tries to grab you, you slip right out of his grab. Wow. Good thing I oiled up today, otherwise this wouldn't have worked. It's now the crowd and the rest of the party's turn. Liberté, the rest of the crowd, is beginning to move in this direction to kind of follow what's going on and look okay. at the guard. So are you moving with them or are you going in a different direction? You are back here. Uh, so yeah, I want to move with them um, up to the guard. How far is it to the guard? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use my movement and my action to move all the way to here. Okay. Because unfortunately, I was thinking on using my action to check on the guard, but I was 40 feet away, so I wouldn't be able to do that. So it's something I'll worry about next turn. What are you trying to do? Uh, well, I I would like to rush up and 
like check for a pulse, basically. See if he's alive. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Okay. No idea. You are a little frantic right now. You look down this alleyway and you see the two guards running after Alexander, and that is preoccupying your thoughts at the moment. Okay. You're not sure, but you can try again on your next turn. Okay. Uh, the rest of the party, you are getting closer, but you're still several hundred feet away. Uh, <laughs> Alexander, it's your turn. Okay. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna run down into this alleyway here. So that's full movement. I'm pretty sure. That's 25. Oh, it's 20. I always do that. Sick. Um. Remember, you can right-click, and it'll give you the ruler. Right. Um, so in this area, would at this very second, would I be seen by the guards? Probably, right? Uh, I would say from right here, they do not have a complete visual cue on you. However, they know where you're going. Okay, cool. Uh, I will do my best to stop that by casting... Invisibility on myself. You, Alexander, vanish. And oh. for for the casting of that, I, I just say, and for my next trick, and then I just disappear. So that is my turn. I have no bonus action for Alexander. And Charles just sort of be hanging out in the alleyway. He'll just be sitting there, sort of looking over the crowd in case I want to look through his eyes. Okay. It is now the guards' turn. These two guards come charging down into this alleyway and see nothing. Go ahead and make a stealth check, Alexander, at advantage. Mm -hmm. Both of the guards are going to make perception checks at disadvantage. Fair enough. Um... Sorry, what check was it? Was stealth? Stealth at advantage. Yeah, um, uh, let's do this. Oh, that's okay. Uh, 19. Nope. Nope. Alright, cool. Because I'm invisible, I'm just standing there giving them the double bird. Because that's appropriate. Of course. Yep, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they look down, look at each other. What? Where? He, he went this way, didn't he? Check it, check it anyway! And one of them is going to start going down this direction. And the other is going to move. This is their, that's his full movement to get there. But they are going to start looking for you still. Liberté, it is now the crowd's turn and your turn. What are you doing? Hmm. Don't tell me how to live my life. So what's the crowd, what's the crowd doing? Before they were moving to follow. They are still moving down this direction. They are watching the guards. Okay. A couple of them actually stay near you and are uh -huh. kind of trying to try and look at the guard and see what's going on. We're necking at its finest. Okay. Um... I was hoping nobody would stay. Uh, I guess I'll medicine check again. 
Alright, go ahead and make another medicine check. Ten. Ten. You can tell he is currently still alive. Oh! You are not sure how much longer, but he is currently alive. Okay. Um, feeding someone is an action, right? Correct. Okay. I will say that if you wanted to give him a healing potion, if you had one, you could do that. Uh, I actually think I do, don't I? Uh, thought I did. And then Charles jumps past to finish the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a healing potion. All right. All right. You, I, I will say you can feed it to the guard as an action if you wish. I will. All right. Go ahead and roll two d four plus two. Total of seven. All right, so he heals back to seven. <coughs> He's like coughing up blood as he comes to. There's a giant wound in his chest. He's still kind of bleeding. Oh, uh, did did they get him? Did they get the bastard? I don't know. He 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 ran off. Uh, uh, he like tries to get up and then just immediately collapses back down to the ground. Alright, that is their turn. Alexander, it is now your turn. Okay, I'm gonna use my my dash, so full movement to, to get out skis. Um Where are you going? Uh up this way, so And get all the way to here. Fantastic. Let's let's do that. Yeah or yeah. We'll do that. Yep. Okay. The guards, basically, they are now on a full-fledged search for you, Alexander. Seeing as how you are invisible, I will say that ends combat. Nice. For now. We did it again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Another classic misdirection. <laughs> Liberté. Some of some of the crowd goes down with the guards and attempts to help search for the individual. You are still there with the guard that was knocked unconscious. Yep. Uh, thank, thank, thank you. Uh, can can you help me? Um, yeah. What do you need? Good. Uh, help me up. Uh, I'll help him up. Thank. Thanks. Can can you help me walk back to the guard post? Uh, yes, I can help you with that. All right. Come on. And uh, he's at half speed at the moment because he took mm -hmm. a lot of damage. So you start walking him back towards the guard post. The crowd is in the main thoroughfare. It's fairly thick. However, you and Alexander both see a number of other guards appearing and they are starting to disperse the crowd, ask for witnesses and information, trying to figure out what happened. They, they are kind of filling up this street along with the rest of the crowd. Okay. Are you two doing anything? When I get a chance, I'm going to, like, while I'm still invisible, I'm going to take the hat off. And then I'm going to try and, like, duck off back into the alleyway and come out uninvisible again. Because, you know, nothing to see here. You're still invisible, so you take the hat off, you drop the guard form. Yeah, and then I'm going to drop invisibility and just walk out 
um, okay. and in a sort of direction where the crowd would come from. Okay. Like someone that's trying to see what's going on. And I could do performance if you'd prefer. You're all right. So as, as you walk back out, I will say Vesper, Jacques, and Taz, it's about now that you are reaching the main thoroughfare where this large congregation of people is. You see Alexander just kind of standing there looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. You also see Liberté carrying a guard up in this direction back towards the guardhouse. What happened? Well, yeah, I guess we'd rush over to Liberté to see if we could help. Oh, yeah. Basically help carry. I'll, probably, I'll go up to Liberté to help carry the guard. Jacques, can you heal him a little? I could. <laughs> uh, no, I'll probably I'll blow a... Uh, Actually, can I heal him? I mean, you're you're all in the, in that area. Okay, so okay. Um, first thing I'm going to do, uh, like a while ago, I'm going to poof away Charles because he's a he's a known assailant. Uh, you are way too far away from Charles. Charles is in here. I'm going to leave him chilling out because he's a cat and no one gives a shit. Apparently, uh, go ahead and make uh, just make a stealth check for Charles with advantage. Okay, he's fine. It's it's not a high DC. I mean, I should stop saying he's fine because it goes bad every time I talk it up. Oh wait, advantage. Uh, Just one more time. Hey, he's fine. Yep, <laughs> yep. So so uh, you go inside Charles for a minute and just tell him to hide underneath a bundle of crates, and he just kind of slithers as cats do underneath, fitting into spaces that he really shouldn't be able to. And you're you're yeah. pretty sure he's he's secure in there. Yeah. Um, and then I'll move up to to the guard who's just not having a great time, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude! Someone really messed you up. Like, you were you were clearly outclassed in that fight. Here, I'll help you, and I'll <laughs> I'll heal him up, <laughs> and I'll I'll chuck a ah, uh, let's go level one healing word. <laughs> what a way to stroke your own ego. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I want to heal him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you were clearly outmatched by whoever you fought. <laughs> and, and and I was just sort of tapping him, like, you're fine, man. It's all good, and he'll heal up. Yeah, but just let me hear you. He's nice. <laughs> oh, okay. You heal him up, you come up, say this to him, and clasp him on the shoulder. He, he kind of looks at you a little funny, Alexander, and says, yeah, thanks. No worries, man. Here to help. Can I look to see if his cloak is torn? Make a perception check. It's a big hole in his chest. A perception or investigation? I have been planning on trying to talk to him this whole time. I was just waiting for... For, for you, Taz, perception. Because you're not getting up on him and like going over his entire cloak with your hands. Ah. Oof. Oof. Natural one. Alright. It is not long before Taz, you, you recognize this first. You recognize the ornately armored man that you had seen in the tavern the night before comes storming down the central thoroughfare. What is going on? How could this happen? 
you let this happen. And he's screaming at the two guards who are like cowering and trying to push people away. Sucks to be those uh, guys. So I'll, I'll talk to the guard that we're carrying. Uh, who is that? So I'll telepathically, using the awakened mind to tell Liberté he was the person that came into the tavern the night before and G- uh, uh, Rihanna handed over a large sum of cash to him. I think he was one of the collectors of the proportions. I think that's what you called it. You had learned that they are called partitions. Partitions. Oh, okay. So, Liberté, you, you you get this in your head from Taz, and it's a little hard to understand, because as you ask this question of the guard, he, he kind of leans on you a little bit more. Oh, boy. Lieutenant's not going to be too happy. That's, that's Lieutenant Carver. And he shuffles with you up, up towards the lieutenant. Oh, he's the one that put the job up on the job board. Mr. James! And he comes... Walk, walking up to the guard who's kind of like holding his chest still. What happened? Tell me now. Uh, I'm not really sure. There there was an individual who was running by us and he, he said the guardhouse was on fire. So Timmy kept running but he then said that he was following the individual and I turned and went with him and eventually I he said a couple other really stupid things and I caught on that it was him. Hell yeah. He was... As soon as you say that, they turn and look at you. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was be speaking outside. That's why I stepped in front of him. Oh, man. All right. I'll, I'll give you that one. That's fair. That's fair. That's your freebie. When you're talking, you're character. No, as it starts, I think Alexander would have ditched anyway, so... If, if, if you're leaving, then walk away. I would have gone down this way because I already gloated to the guard. I got everything I wanted, so. <laughs> so the, the guard continues. Eventually, I, I moved in and was with him, but he was he was too quick. And then he, he, and then he kind of takes his hand away. Oh, goodness! The, and it kind of seals himself after a second. <laughs> He's only acceptable. What's that? Well, I, I don't know. And it, it's at this point that the other two guards kind of walk back up towards all of you. And they come up and salute the lieutenant. Lieutenant, we searched the entire area. We couldn't find him. We're not sure what happened. We, we had him in our sights and then he, he vanished. Did he look like... Uh, the the Garden Liberté sorting says he looked like like one of us. Thank you. So I don't know if this is a bad time to bring this up or anything, and I hold up the vial, but like, he was dying and I gave him a healing potion and those are cheap, so I was just wondering if there's some way maybe I could give him or something. Make a persuasion check. Twenty. A Twenty total. All right. The the lieutenant kind of looks over at you. You saved him. Yeah, yes, I did. 
and he, he kind of squints at you real close. And he, and he just nods. Walks over to you, Liberté, and clasps his hand on your shoulder. Your support of the Carvers is much appreciated. You will certainly be reimbursed. Come, come, good sir. Motions for both you and the guard to follow. All the other guards in this area are now continuing to disperse the crowd. Some are still potentially looking for Alexander. They're kind of looking out for any footprints or anything that they might be able to find. But uh, for the moment, things seem to be relatively calming down a little bit. Lieutenant, might we accompany our friend? The lieutenant looks back at you, Liberté. I'll nod. He nods curtly. Doesn't say yes or no, but continues on. I'll follow. Slowly but surely, you all are brought back to the guardhouse. Where you see, out on the steps, there are two guards who are vigorously talking to the guard who, Liberté, you recognize as the one that Alexander turned into. They don't have, like, swords drawn at him, but they seem to be very intently questioning him about what happened. Eventually, the lieutenant leads you all up into the mayor's office and the guard post. You are brought inside the large three-story building. You enter, it is well lit. The outside seems to be marble, but the inside, it's all wood floors. Very kind of rustic, almost log cabiny on the inside. It's a very quick transition. Almost off-putting for, for how different it is from the outside. You continue to walk, and eventually the lieutenant leads you inside. It looks to be a fairly nice office. Um, there's a fireplace with fire going. A uh, decent-sized library. Um, it's a very ornate desk. He's got some uh, letters, quills out, uh, and he motions to a group of chairs. Please sit. There is uh, some paperwork that we will need to complete. And he goes over to his desk and starts getting a pen and ink and starts writing. I'll sit down. Can I just say that I got everyone in the building? That was the whole goal from the start. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. I'm still not there. I'm just like hanging out in town. But yeah, okay. I did my job. <laughs> All right. Um, the, the lieutenant just sits, and starts writing for a while. Doesn't doesn't even say anything. The guard in the guardhouse, the action outside of the office, uh, the door is open. It is frantic. There are individuals running up and down. Uh, there are people kind of going in, exchanging information, then leaving again. A couple of people come in and whisper things to the lieutenant. He nods. They leave again. It, it, it seems that this has stirred them up into quite quite a frenzy. Even, eventually, he puts down his quill, looks up. Well, well, I guess I am now able to thank you properly. My name is Lieutenant Carver. I'm I am sorry. <laughs> it is nice to meet you. Liberty. Um, as we're coming in, can I like look around for that uh, box of like? Make a perception check. Yeah. Make up. Yep. Go ahead and make a perception check. Make sure I'm doing this normal. No. Aww, two. Aww. I'm sorry. 
you, you are very caught up. You all are sitting there for a while. Um, the, the lieutenant introduces himself. Well, Mr. Liberté, I must many, many times thank you for assisting our um, guard today. Or it's Lieutenant. no problem at all. I saw that he needed some help. Yes. It is much appreciated. Lieutenant, I don't want to bother somebody of your obvious importance to the town, but my friends and I are very new here, and we're looking for work. Um, so we had noticed on the jobs post that there were opportunities for people like ourselves to make some coin here in town. Who would handle those kinds of unimportant details, those day-to-day things, since uh, you, you obviously have bigger things to think of? You give me quite a personality, Mr... Ah, Tazfelin uh, Ilisir. Mr. Tazfelin. Uh, however, uh, I do handle those matters personally. Oh. Um, we are not without certain skills, uh, and we are looking for coin uh, to either stay or to enrich ourselves and move on. Do you have any current opportunities or things going on in town obviously other than a an attempted murder on one of your guards well you saw the jobs board i'm assuming that you know of the current opportunities we saw one and that was to help a farmer but Helping a farmer seems rather beneath us, unless there is something much more challenging to it. Maybe you could use some help actually tracking down whoever is attempting to kill your guards. (laughs) (laughs) That investigation, unfortunately, will remain with the carvers. I hope you understand. We take the security of our town very seriously. Uh, However, with our farmer issue, I do not think that you understand the uh, interesting points of the matter. Oh, then by all means, please explain. This uh, farmer has individuals stand in his fields to protect his crops, if you understand. He has uh, been complaining of late that his uh, crosshair, whatever the word is, that it is uh, coming to life at night. Oh, that's spooky. Yes, it is. However, it is not of um, too much importance to us, especially in the protection of the actual town. It is not relatively near. However, he has come to us as we are the most uh, organized uh, individuals in the region. So, if you would be willing to help him, I would be more than willing to uh, freelance you out, if as it were. 
I think we would be interested in that. Although I do have a question beforehand. You refer to your group by your own name? Yes. Or are they family? <laughs> no. No, we are uh, the guards of the town. We are the Carvers. And he kind of gives you a, a a little flourish with his hands. Uh, and and you, you see him, he is wearing very nice uh, full plate armor. Not like everyone else. Everyone else is mostly in very nice uh, breastplate or studded or something along those lines. Every single piece of armor on the guards that you've seen is nice. However, he is in full armor. But like everyone, he does have that green patch. But on the lieutenant, it's not felt. It's an actual piece of his armor. So it appears that we can be of some help. So can you provide those details on who the farmer is, where we can find his farm, and what would be the reward for services such as ours? I take it that you are wanting the contract? I look over to Vesper, Jacques, and Liberté. Oh, yeah. I I don't make decisions on my own. I usually the the group acts as one. So, Vesper, I kind of look over at the lieutenant a little bit, and then I just nod. Sure, I'll be up for that. I just shrug. Okay. Well, well, this is. Uh... Much uh, surprising. I was not anticipating getting anyone for this, especially with the festival according tomorrow. For this, if you were the four of you to complete it, and he does a little quick math in his head, I believe you would be getting roughly uh, 12 and a half gold pieces apiece. Ooh. I honestly have no idea if that's good or bad. <laughs> uh, everything that I bought yesterday cost, I think, six gold. Oh. So, whatever that is for a point of reference for you. Seems to be about a day's wages. Depends on your lifestyle. Yeah. I'm fairly mm. certain two gold a day is a wealthy lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, so so I think it's I think right. it's pretty good. Uh, well, well, I will draw that contract as well, uh, Mister Liberté. You were again the one who uh, gave uh, our guards the potion, yes? Yes, that was me. Well, good, good. Um, he kind of snaps his fingers, and you see. Not even two seconds go by before a guard comes in and salutes. Yes, Lieutenant. Uh, please uh, bring uh, a health potion. We need uh, to replenish one. And he kind of bows quickly and walks away. That settles that part of the issue. However, uh, did you want to say something? I was going to ask... Uh... 
I haven't seen too many different towns in my travels, and so I don't know what the typical uh, town government is like. Is is what you have here? Is this is this normal or, or is this town unique? Unique in what way? We are a town. Well, I mean, we... uh, do, do the carvers work directly for the town? You could say that. We are a group that provides uh, the people here with protection. Oh, I see. We keep the peace when it needs to be kept. Uh, Usually my men are more capable in battle, but apparently this individual was masquerading as one of our own, which I will admit was a bit uh, surprising to hear. I guess that we will need to guard against these things in the future, right? Is there a town government or council, or are you running the town? No, no, Mr. Taz, no. We serve at the pleasure of Mayor Damien Crane. Mayor Damien Crane. I went out and bought a notebook just for this. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Yeah, what else would you use it for? Actual, like, life notes? I was, like, writing in a Google document, so I was like, eh, I don't like this. So, book it is. My father is a, an ambassador in Sonus, and I, I, like Liberté, I'm, I'm rather intrigued by the setup of the government here. This is a town of mostly halflings from what we've seen and yet they have a human constabulary each town is uh, as Mr. Liberté said unique I guess that is one of our traits we do what we can to protect the people that's very noble of you is the mayor a member of your group or is he one of the original halfling settlers of the town? Uh, Mayor Crane is not one of us carvers. Uh, He is no halfling however. Very diverse. In a manner of speaking, you do say that you are from uh, Zonas. Not originally but I was raised there. That is uh, very far from here. What brings you all the way to Florland? Uh, I need to find a path and, and explore. Somebody as young as myself just doesn't want to stagnate with his family. So the, the urge overtook me to hit the road if you will. I suppose that is fair. Not everyone finds their uh, place of residence so early in life. I wish you luck. But back to the matter at hand, Mr. Taz, since you seem to be the leader of this group, you are taking the contract, yes? Yes. Wonderful. And he sits back down and starts writing up an actual contract. 
I want to I want to ask everyone. Uh, does any of you guys have the that piece of cloth? I think I had it. I believe Alexander had it last. Oh darn. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, do the initials KLM mean anything to you? KLM. Let's see. Not particularly. Uh, nothing that is uh, coming to mind right off the bat. But I can ask around if this is something important to you. Oh, I'm just trying to solve a personal mystery. It's not important. Well, I wish you luck. Liberté likes puzzles. Ah, I do as well. And you see on one side of the desk, he actually has what looks to be some sort of crossword. <laughs> um, you said that the mayor is not a halfling. Uh, if I might ask, what... Uh... What race is he? He is a human like myself and most of my compatriots. Oh, okay. I was getting worried that he might be a gold dragonborn. Oh, <laughs> yes. This, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that apparently our, our new criminal was masquerading as this gold dragonborn. I thought he was impersonating a guard. Well, according to the people that I spoke to very quickly in the alley, and hopefully I will get more information soon as we are interrogating, uh, talking to people. Apparently he approached as a golden dragonborn and then changed into a guard, which is what uh, threw me for a loop initially. Magics like that are not uh, too common in these parts. Perhaps it is a doppelganger or something like that. I would be very worried if it were. At this point, we know it was Alexander who, like, was the person who, like, attacked the guard, right? <laughs> I would say for the three of you at the moment, you're not super sure. You walked in really late. You didn't see any of the fight. You don't You don't really know that they left to go early. For all you know, Liberté just followed the sound of the crowd. But Vesper might be able to put it together before Jacques and I because of the gold dragonborn yeah, into a Yeah, that's what I'm at here. Okay. She knows I can transform, so... Yeah. I can go with that, so yes. I will say you are starting to get the idea that it might not have been an actual gold, gold dragonborn. Um, Lieutenant, I'm sorry to ask you such a hodgepodge of different questions, but I've had a lot on my mind lately. I'm wondering, uh, do you know anything about uh, the, the shop Alchemical Infusions? I love that shop. It is uh, very... Uh, Helpful in certain situations for us. So, uh, his potions actually work then? Y yes. Z did you not expect them to? Uh, well, I went in there at, at one point the other day, and uh, he was acting quite strange, but uh, perhaps it's uh, the way that uh, 
typical, you know, mad scientist type axe. I will grant you that he is uh, an odd duck. <laughs> but uh, as far as um, we have known, they have usually worked. I also will say that if uh, an individual was masquerading around our town as an individual who sold shoddy goods, I would not stand for that for very long. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to look at uh, Tass and ask him uh, what of the missing merchandises. Oh, Lieutenant, one of the uh, festival shows had posted on the same job board that the prizes for her performance were taken from her. We we went to go ask her some questions, and we thought to also, as a gesture of goodwill to the town, since we're new here, be able to help out. Was that something that your carvers were looking into? Because obviously a townsperson being robbed, no matter how big or small, and I'm not talking about that she's a halfling... <laughs> That it's a child. That that's something that a I would assume a town guard would also be looking at. Uh, this particular matter has not yet reached my ears. However, if it uh, is one of importance, then we shall most certainly be looking into it. You wouldn't you wouldn't mind if we continued to look into it as well. As it is currently not one of the investigations that we are running, please feel free. If you are out of your depth, which I eventually assume that you will be, feel free to let us know and we shall take over from there. Taz, what was her name? I, I do not remember. It was Ginny. Have you heard of this lady? He scratches his head a little bit. Probably. Uh, that person does not ring an immediate bell, but if they are a member of the town, I'm sure that I have interacted with them at some point or another. Mm. Well, thank you. Well, if there is nothing else, I must get back to uh, this investigation. Can I actually... I'm not the right person to be doing this, but since I was the one that opened my mouth. Can I run an insight check on what he said about Ginny? Sure. Go ahead and make an insight check. <laughs> oh, boy. What a night I'm having. And that one again. He seems like a pretty upstart and upstanding guy. You have a decent respect for authority. Um, you're not one to openly openly subvert it, but you're not prescribed to immediately trust them either. Based on the conversation that you've had so far, Taz, you, you think you think Lieutenant Carver seems to be a pretty good guy. Uh, as I've been sitting here, I want to perception check the room and just see if I notice anything that looks out of place. Go for it. Ten. Not particularly. It looks like his office. It's not the cleanest of offices. However, it, you, you know, you see some some shackles, 
You see what looks to be a very nice sword hanging on the wall. Yeah, that's about it. Lieutenant, we are obviously new in the area, so as part of this contract, would you be giving us specific directions and a, a contact name for the farmer? Of course, of course. Uh, you will want to go... Uh... Robbie, how far would you say it is to Eric's? Uh, probably hour so southeast. You would want to go an hour southeast or so. Well, what is the timing on this? The, is it something that needs to be done right away or what? It does not particularly matter to me. It is not my farm that is being uh, overrun with the creepy crawly in the evening. Huh? You said it was at night, correct? Yes. I think it's pretty late in the day right now, though. I would say it is mid to late afternoon, based on everything that's happened today so mm -hmm. far. It's been a long day for a lot of you guys. <laughs> Well, if there is nothing else, I shall move along. Uh, have a wonderful day, and if you need anything, please just find one of us. We will be more than happy to accommodate. Did I get my potion? Yes, you did. Okay. Thank you, Lieutenant. Uh, I'm going to salute him. He is surprised and just gives you a nod. All right, you all are escorted out of the mayor's quarters and the guardhouse and back into the streets of Dunalin. The crowds have mostly dispersed now. Everyone seems to be going back about their business. Alexander, I will say you are down the street a little bit and you have been waiting, watching for them to reappear. You have gathered Charles and once they get a good 50, 100 feet away, you are eventually able to join back up with them. Yeah, I would have just poofed Charles out. I'm not going to keep him out for the moment. That's fine. If that means anything, because he's a <laughs> criminal. Uh. <laughs> all right. So you all are back together. It is now, like I said, mid-late afternoon, probably four or so in the evening. What would you all like to do? I want to start out by explaining to them what happened from my point of view. All right. What do you tell them? Uh... Are, are uh, we out of well, Are we standing yeah. out in the middle? <laughs> where where are you walking? Hmm. Well, given that we didn't have lunch or anything, probably back or either looking for a food vendor or back to the hungry halfling. Yeah, is a McDonald's around or something? Um. <laughs> Old McDonald. There's a number of food vendors set up. Okay, so let's get some street food rather than having to continuously eat at the Hungry Halfling. So uh, I guess what I would do instead if there's people around is I would say, um, I'll tell you all what happened later, but uh, what happened when you went to go see Jenny? Did happen. Uh... So she was a little frightened that... We, or rather, <laughs> I was questioning her in regards to the partitions to see if it could be 
related in some manner and it, it kind of made us all believe that these guards were running a protection racket, if you will. Basically thugs. Bullying the townsfolk into giving them extra money for their protection. Is that not normal? Well, when I was in the Hungry Halfling last night, the lieutenant himself had come in to collect from Brianna. And usually the town guard is... (laughs) Oh, Josh. Uh, Usually the town guard are not the tax collectors. And he seemed very overly pleased... Um, to have that money come to him. Uh, I don't know, Liberté, if they've had elections here for this mayor or if these town guards have just moved in and started to pressure the townspeople into giving more of their hard-earned money. But I don't think we can rush into anything. Well, the fact that they can have festivals and... I mean, again, I don't know how the rules are in this country or this town. So, I mean, I, I can't say if this is normal or different. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, yeah. Again, we can't rush into anything, but I think the three of us felt the same level of fear when it yes. when we questioned Ginny about the partitions because otherwise she was fine. It was as soon as we brought up that topic and she, I believe, exclaimed that nobody told you that I didn't contribute my partitions, did they? It, more as if it was, you know, a problem that she wouldn't have. And just that overall look of fear. It, that's not that's not normal. It's at about this point that you all have gathered your food from McDonald's, Phillies, and Farm. You all get some cooked pork. Just a little snack to continue on while you're walking. Okay, thank you. I'm just glad that the food is actually not Phillies. <laughs> yeah, would be pretty bad. Um, yeah, I guess we'd try to go. Is that like a little park in the southeast? You mean over here? Yeah. There are a few open spaces. Most of them are being set up with uh, stands and all that for the festival, but there are green spaces a little bit inside of the town, mostly outside of the town. Okay. So, just gonna set me. So let's go to a let's go to a green space and quietly catch up. So this um, crow scare thing. Uh, 
Is this something that, uh, like, are we just going to go in the middle of the night without resting? Well, Lieutenant Carver didn't seem to have any kind of rush, so we don't have to do it tonight. Um, I, I'd rather make sure that we're not going to get into any further trouble or difficulties, but uh, I think we can just regroup and then figure out what our our plan is. I think it's a good opportunity for us to get some gold, but also to kind of get in with Lieutenant Carver. Right, so we're trying to figure out why Ginny's not paying her partitions, right? She said she paid, and she was scared that somebody was trying to imply that she didn't. Yes. We're just trying to find her useless prizes. They're not entirely useless. They have meaning. Not entirely. So we can still do that. We'd still need to hear from you and Alexander exactly what happened and why did Alexander... And then I stage whisper, try to murder a guard. Do you know that? Well, we kind of put it together when we were talking with the lieutenant. Okay. Alexander, tell us, Liberté, what happened? Alexander's there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was about to say, Alexander, everyone starts to kind of pointedly look at you. Yeah, so funny thing. Uh, I mean, let's just say there was a plan, and it didn't work. So, you know. So. Yeah, but, you know. Me, me, and Liberté just sort of had had a gentleman agreement that we were going to ignore you, and um, so what of what of our, our gentleman's agreement with the whole group? Uh, it's an excellent point. Um, I thought the plan was to wait for us to get back, but I healed him, so. In this case, you wrong and right. Early killed a guard, and were almost captured. I didn't kill anyone. You know, everyone's fine. And then there's this, this, you know, this mystery that takes a boring town into some fun, flavorful, you know, position where now everyone's looking for a murderer on the loose. It's just like I've just livened it up for the festival, as far as I'm concerned. So, so to so to answer the question. Uh, <laughs> Thank we, you, Libertech. We tried to go inside, and he pulled an Alexander. Okay. Uh, Does he do that often? Yes. Uh, so he ended up uh, running from the guard, who apparently cornered him. Uh, my assumption is that his hold person spell failed, and so he had to kill him. Was that your intent to kill him? 
No, no, my intention was not to kill him, otherwise I would have killed him straight away. It, like, do, do you really think that if if any of you were were able to fight me, do you think that it would, it, like, do you think that I'd go easy on you? No, like, I was, I was just running, man. You know, I didn't want to kill him. I wanted someone to live to tell the tale. It's a revolution. He did live. However, Thanks to Liberté for giving him the potion and probably keeping him alive for... And to be honest, we probably got far more information than we would have gotten just trying to talk our way in in the first place. So I'll, I'll reach out, I'll reach out a, a fist to Liberté and I'm like, so that's mission accomplished then as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this might help us because... Uh, we we suspect that Edgar has stolen these meaningful prizes. <laughs> Are you glancing at Vesper when you say the word meaningful? Yes, I, I, I glance at I glance at Vesper when I say that. But then I say, oh, we we use this to our advantage, and basically we could come back to the lieutenant and ask him if he's seen like the uh, the the cloth for this. If he's seen it before, and if and if it does belong to the guards, not the guards' uniform, I don't know. Maybe he can somehow, maybe, uh, allow us to investigate the guards, or we could get him to draw a card. Yeah, I don't know about that. Let's let's keep that in our literal back pocket. Probably lying. He really did not seem like he cared about this. True. So, Alexander, you you were in disguise the whole time, correct? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. you disguised your voice, correct? <laughs> Can I insight check him? Go ahead and make an insight check, Vesper. I'm shaking my head no, really okay. hard. Alexander, make a, make a deception check. I... I was gonna say yes. I, I, I was considering that in 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 the role. Got to be at disadvantage if I'm shaking my head no. Oof. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> everybody can tell that Alexander most definitely did not disguise his voice. Damn it! So close. Perfect. <clears throat> oh dear. And you taunted the guard. That you stabbed. I didn't taunt him. I kind of did. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I maybe know. from here on out, when we're in the company of the guards, you might have to disguise your voice. Play mute. A mute bard. <laughs> Does this uh, world have mimes? That's not very good for business. <laughs> Alexander could be the first mime of Dunalin. No, this uh, this is really bad for business. If people think that I can't talk, and I'm walking around with a violin, and like it, like I'm clearly a performer. Let's not do. Could that. be sick. Otherwise, like every time I talk, I could just use the violin to make noises, but that's just not fun. Um. <laughs> or Harpo marks. Yeah, the horn. Um. Okay, so. I'll just Alexander. I'll just uh I'll just swap up how I talk. How's that? Okay. That sounds 
the same. Frightening, but it's, I think, all we can do. I'm sure you've got, like, a high performance anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I could perform pretty well. Do we want to try to do anything else tonight, or do we want to talk to the tavern owner and uh, see if she'll tell us anything about what's going on? I did want to do something very quickly, but then, yes, I agree. Go talk to the shop owner. And if we can, you know, on our way back, then continue to look at the guards to see if we can find one that's got a torn cloak. Should I should I change form? Maybe maybe go to the classic gold dragonborn. It seems to be going pretty good. Um, I, I, I would not use that anymore. Yeah, don't don't use that. Why not? He's gone. Like I just want to take his place in the town. Already no. No, it, not be not because of that, but because you used it in front of the guards. They are aware now. They know and you. And I'm. I just slow stare, turning my head at Alexander, just staring at him. Just in disbelief. Oh, no. <laughs> also, uh, you wouldn't know this, but uh, when we were in talking to Lieutenant Carver, I mentioned a gold dragonborn uh, offhandedly. And so if he saw me traveling with one at all, uh, he would put the pieces together very quick. That was a bit silly. That's my that's my go-to. Okay, well, then I guess I'll just have to be quiet <laughs> from now on. You can't, you can't keep a gold tooth for very long if you get in trouble every time you use it. That's not true. It's a little <laughs> ostentatious. Okay, fine. Um, I guess I'll Tonight just... in the room, practice. You, I'm sure you can think of something equally ostentatious. I'm just enjoying this hat. I was, okay? going to, I was going to explain to Lieutenant Carver that a dragonborn had stolen one of our playing cards and then disappeared. Yeah. But he didn't well, ask, so I didn't. That's not entirely it. true. <laughs> he asked for one very nicely. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Um, I kind of feel like messing with the guards further, but I probably shouldn't. It's up to you guys, really. Um, yeah. Well, if they're guilty of what we think they are, then by all means, I think we'll all mess with them. But oh hell yeah, I've got a plan. I, I, <laughs> I just slowly shake my head. Um, so I guess we can do a sweep of the town quickly before dinner time, looking for guards with a missing piece of their cloak, while also looking out for Ginny's prizes. I, I did want to stop at the trading post again because I wanted to ask if he had a pearl uh, because I actually did not ask him that the last time we were there. And since he had a diamond for Liberté, I just wanted to see if he had one. Yeah, I wanted to go there as well. So that works okay. out pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I thought of a couple more things too that I wanted to... Woo, another shuffling episode. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. We can start at the trading post and then work around anywhere else from there. So Okay, so we shouldn't be too far from it anyway. The town isn't that big, so right. it's, it's not that bad anyway. Uh, give, give me a moment. I will move everyone back to the map.
Man, guys, I really want to fight scarecrows. Like, really badly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should go there at night time, that'll be safe. The, I mean, the, the whole the whole thing is, is that if we go tonight, we're going to be too tired to enjoy the festival tomorrow. Well, that and you and Alexander are not at peak. The rest I'm of good. us are. I didn't is take any peak? damage. <laughs> right. Well, I used a level two spell. I used one level two spell. That's it. Oh, and a level one. But... All right. Is there anything you guys would like to do on your journey to the trading post? Just keeping our eyes out for the guards and anything that looks like, you know, the prizes. Like if somebody just threw them aside just to be mean or... Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, Jock, I'll... make a perception check. Yep. I'll no, keep... Taz, you're, you're looking. Make a perception check. <laughs> I'm asking, uh, I'm no, asking but, Jock but... to look. <laughs> he asked me to make a perception check. Perception. If Jacques wants wanna... to look as well, he can look too. I'll, I'll see if I can keep an ear out for to see if the guards are referring to my shenanigans as anything, like if they've given my uh, persona a name or something that they're referring to it as. Okay, you can make a perception check too. You gotta start um, writing a song about this. Taz and Jacques. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Taz and Jacques, walking from this little green space to the trading post, you do Oops. keep an eye out. It's okay. As much as there was a guard presence before all that went down, you see an even tighter guard presence now. Um, they aren't really interrogating or talking to anyone on the streets anymore, like they were when you guys walked into the, to the mayor's quarters. Um, however, they do seem to be on high alert as they are walking through the streets. Is everyone okay if I go and keep an eye on Jenny in her shop? No, you're good. You're good. No, I'm saying it's okay if I just go, just make sure if like anyone's, I guess you say. Well, she doesn't have a shop. She's setting up a a stage for oh, performance. That's right, a stage. She does have a shop, and it's on the west oh. end of town, but she has spent her entire day setting up for the festival tomorrow. Yeah. Are you all fine if I just keep an eye on her? Like, in case someone comes and, I don't know, steals anything? Yeah, sure. You are more than welcome to do that. So you you walk back to Ginny, and she kind of walks up. Oh, I don't. I don't approach her because I do not want to talk to her. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Rejected. No, yeah, I don't. I just watch from a distance. Make sure no. I'm just checking if anyone's like look. Uh, if anyone's like looking at her, or if anyone tries to steal anything from her. That's all I'm doing. All right. Go ahead and make a perception check. She does not notice you as she is still hard at work. All right. Uh, every let's see, Taz and Alexander are going in the trading post. Is everyone else joining? I'm, I'm That's your Tori. Okay. All right. Everyone else is heading into the trading post. Uh, you enter. Green Dragonborn is still there. Good afternoon, sir. Why, hello. You have returned to my shop yet again. 
Yes, and since we're here a second time, we should obviously be on a first-name basis. My name is Taz, and I hold out my hand to shake. It is a pleasure to meet you, Taz. He shakes your, your hand with a rather large claw. Arjan. Arjan. So you have returned. I assume there are things that you further require. I, I myself was wondering, since you were able to procure such a lovely gem for my friend, you wouldn't happen to have a pearl of very good quality, something in the range of 100 to 120 gold piece value. My, my, you are certainly the expensive customers. Let me check my stock. And he saunters off into the back. Comes back a few minutes later. I do seem to have a, a pearl available if it is of interest to you. The current going rate is 107 gold pieces. Unfortunately, we have had some rough luck on the road. And while I don't have that right now, I'm wondering if I could use it here in your shop to help me to identify a rather odd item that we found in our travels and I will pay you to use it and then you keep your pearl. Sorry, how much was it? Was it 170 or 107? 107. Correct. Uh, uh, actually, no, I'll just step up and, uh, and uh, I'll be like, well, how much How much money do you have? I think we can go halfsies on this one. I don't even have anywhere close to half because I had to buy some ink the last time I was here. Well, what what do you have then? Well, I have about twenty five gold. Okay, don't worry about it. And I'll just slap down one hundred and seven gold. Oh, what a baller! My my, I'm beginning to re- reconsider my earlier statement. You might not be a curious group, but you are certainly our high rollers. Please stay in town as long as you like. <laughs> oh, uh, while, while you're in the back grabbing that, could I grab some parchment and ink as well? Just standard stuff. Nothing nothing crazy for magic or anything. Of course. That's uh, not very difficult to do. Uh, how much are you looking to get? Uh, five silvers worth? Not, you know, just enough to play around with whenever I need it. Five silver would get you probably at least 50 to 75 pages of paper and ink. Crap, okay. Um, let's go two silver's worth, and we'll, we'll work with that, because that seems like enough. Because that's a lot. <laughs> well, the, the two silver was the cost of the ink. Oh. Well, okay. Well, let's screw it. We'll just go five. Whatever. Like, you know, you can always use paper, right? 
like <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, so he he then goes and gets. You know what? I, I'm I'm gonna roll a D100 on this and hope it lands between that number, just for the hell of it. I'm going to jail, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't. Okay. I will say you get 68 pieces of paper and ink. <laughs> oh, just one off. Oh, one short. One short. <laughs> man. I'll give you an extra silver for one more. Just, just for good faith. Wow. <laughs> if one additional piece is all you require, I will just give you another. Free me, uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Way to haggle. <laughs> to be honest, I just grabbed a stack. I didn't really count it out. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. Um. <laughs> so there you go. You now have 69 pieces of paper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the only other oh, things yeah. that the only other things that I was looking for was a backpack and some vials. Hmm, a backpack, I believe I have. Let me check my prices on how much that would run you. The vials I can give you, how many are you looking for? Do I still... So the potion that I drank before, do I still have that vial? Yes. Uh, I'm looking for five. I would say five? Uh, Two silver. Okay. I will do that. Uh, the list I have does not have a backpack. That does not make sense. It has to D&D be D&D Beyond so. says two gold for a backpack. Yikes. Okay. Mm. It, it is your like best lot, friend. It sounds like a lot to me, but... <laughs> he, he asks for one. For one gold. Okay, one gold. Thank you very much. And do you have wine here? Or know where we can get wine? I personally do not sell wine, but there are taverns around. I'm sure you could find a place that could sell you some. Okay. Oh, by the way, since you asked earlier, how was your visit to uh, Alchemical Infusions? That's kind <laughs> of why I was trying to buy a bottle of wine. Are you trying to trade it for his tonics? No, I was an ass, and I wanted to apologize. I will give you a piece of advice, friend. Not everybody likes wine. And he reaches down behind the counter, and he... And he he lifts his hand up, and you see a, a hoard of the gold that you have given him. Everybody loves gold. And he just lets it all fall. Chink, 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 chink. Thank you for the advice. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can be of assistance for you today? Uh, h- how much do arrows cost? Arrows? Just your regular arrows, or are you looking for something specific? Oh, just, just regular ones. Regular bow arrows would run you a gold for 20. I'll buy one of those. A single arrow. 
No, a, a set of 20. Oh. Well, that is more than easy. He gives you a set of 20 arrows. I'm all set. All right. Cool. I'm good. Um, yeah. All right. You all are exiting the trading post. Where would you like to go next? Uh, is this, how, how's the sun? Where, where's the sun? Uh, I would say between your conversation, going to the trading post, all of that, it's a little bit past five, probably early, early evening. Start, sun's starting to head down, get towards sunset. As as we leave the shop, I just want to go to everyone. I'm like, now I know we said we were going to do this job tomorrow, but if we just smash it out tonight, then we can enjoy the festival tomorrow. Think of all the money we could make. I'm not going to say that I'm a little strapped to cash now, but I need as much time as I can get. <laughs> so can we take 10 minutes so that I can borrow the pearl and cast identify as a ritual? No, it's mine. Somewhere? <laughs> oh yeah, did he answer that question? Was he going to let you do that? He doesn't have to answer it. I just brought it. So, Alexander, might I? Might we go find some place to sit down? And can I borrow the pearl to settle our curiosity about these cards? Um, I'll, I'll hold it up and I'll, I'll be like, yeah. I, I guess that's fair, but if we find that the cards aren't inherently dangerous, I want them. After after we identify them. that That's my deal. I just slapped down 100 gold for this. At least give me this much. So I'm giving you a magical item to borrow a pearl for 10 minutes. No, if the cards aren't dangerous, I want to be the one that holds them. That's all. I feel like... What if the cards are partially dangerous? Then we'll decide at that time. Oh boy. And I'll reach out my hand to shake his hand. I'm like, is that a deal? He spent a lot of money on that pearl. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, deal. Alright. Well, that's a deal then. And I'll and as soon as I reach back from shaking his hand, the Poe will be in his hand. You really are magic. You know it. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll go to the hungry halfling real quick. Sit down, have a drink, and I'll take out my book and take out the deck of cards and begin to cast Identify. Alrighty. I will go ahead and start putting that into everyone's journals. Is there anything anybody else wants to do in the tavern while Taz Taz is doing this? We would have to be discussing uh, we'd have to be discussing what we're going to do. I mean, if we we stay up all night uh, fighting a a crow scare... I'm trying to sell that we should go do the, the, the crow scare now. As opposed to waiting all night. Well, he's he said that it's happening at night, right? And it's getting close to dusk. We're only just coming to—I don't know how 
sun works in America, but the sun would probably be setting around five o'clock or whatever the time was. So, we got time. Depends on the region. Yeah, true. <laughs> also, Josh, what what time does the sun time does the sun set? You're in the middle of summer, so this the sun is out longer Late. than usual at the moment. So you you probably have a, at least a couple more hours until sunset. Seven or eight, probably. Yeah, eight eight or nine ish. Oh, okay. So we got four hours till sunset. Hour of travel. I don't know when we're going to sleep. We'll just once we save the farm, we'll just demand that he gives us somewhere to sleep, or we'll kill him. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> or, or we could be nice about it. So, <laughs> if we can do it quickly, I suppose. Uh, if it, it depends on when it happens, I suppose. If it doesn't happen until the middle of the night, well, we won't know until we check it out. But we go there tonight, we check it out, if it, if it seems something we can deal with, we'll deal with it. If not, then we'll say, hey, we're here to deal with the job, we want to check it out in the morning, can we sleep here? And then, you know, we bing bang boom, cross it all off, and we're back in business. We're at, we're at the, oh man, what was it called, the Hungry Halfling? Correct. Um, can I go to the bartender? You may. You walk up, and it is Brianna who is bartending at the moment. Uh, hello, Brianna. Oh, hello. Uh, we've been asked uh, to do a job. Have you heard of uh, a man by the name of Eric the Farmer? Uh, I've, I've talked to Eric a few times, I think. He lives, uh, lives a bit out of town, if I remember right. He doesn't come here to drink too often, but everyone does come around every now and then. Do you know anything about his problems? What kind of problems does he have? Uh, apparently he's he's been uh, being somewhat attacked at night. Kind of sorry to hear that. I haven't really seen him in maybe a, a month or two. If it didn't stop before then, they wouldn't have told us about it. Sorry. Hmm. Alright, well, um... What can you tell me about the uh, the government in the town? She kind of gives you a an eye. She kind of cocks her head a little bit. What uh, what do you want to know? Uh, well, I I have not seen uh, too many different places. Uh, I've I've been uh, rather uh, kept uh, locked away for most of my life, as it were. And I'm wondering. Um, I, I haven't seen uh, too many towns that have. Um, a security force quite like the one you have here. Well, to be completely honest, I've lived here my entire life. Uh, all I really know of uh, other places is what I've read about in books and stories, what I've heard from family and friends and so forth. From from what I know, we aren't the only place to have guards that roam around. Uh, I have made a a few trips up to Dunaman. They they have the, you know, guard force as well and 
it, it seems to be, you know, just how how life is. <laughs> Wait, Josh, the, the neighboring town is Min next to Dunalin. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Taz, make a history check. Oh, can he hear from wherever he's casting his? Uh... I'm assuming yes. Okay. Actually, Alexander, you can make one too. Okay. Because because you're a bard. This, this, I'm giving you this for basic party knowledge. Go dice. Ah oh. ah. Oh. <laughs> Alexander, you are a little engrossed with the events of the day. You're not really paying attention, unfortunately. I'm trying Taz, to think of a song. Yeah, Taz, uh, you do. You are because you have to perform tonight. Taz, based on your readings, you have read about this area. You grew up in Wataka, so you know about the various regions. Dunaman and Dunalin are known as the Flowland Sisters. They are sister towns. Dunalin is more of the farming community, whereas Dunaman resides on a bay that goes out eventually to the sea. So that is the port for this area. Okay. So, Alexander, here's your pearl back. And I have now placed the Deck of Deliverance into everyone's journals. Oh, there it is. Found in a purple pouch. This deck contains a number of cards made of gold leaf. Wait, so, okay, that's the physical description. Okay, so, created by the arcanist Chuthat, few are known to be in existence. Every day, up to two individuals may draw one card. Once a card is drawn, it is unavailable until the next dawn and then returns to the deck. All effects last until the next dawn. Items granted by the deck turn to ash if attempted to be sold, including the deck itself. So that oh, explains yes. the limitations. <laughs> but it doesn't indicate that it's not dangerous. Don't you bullshit uh, me. It doesn't say that it's dangerous. You give it. <laughs> you, you had a person disappear and... And an old, old, old man become completely incapacitated. Thankfully, though, it looks like the effects wear off. So it's nothing more than harmless tricks, I would say. Oh, 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 oh man, the dragonborn is going to have a bad day. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I should probably... Tonight, um, I should probably go back to where he's going to reappear. And kill him. Read the information yeah. a little closer. <laughs> and kill him. All all effects oh, next last dawn. until the oh. next dawn. Oh no, he's already fine then. So any effect would have ended. Any effect on the this dragonborn morning. would have ended this morning. Okay, well, we so... can we can test these out right before the sun rises. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like eleven o'clock. We do it, and then we deal with it for a couple hours, and have a bit of fun, and then. You know. Alexander, do you want to pick a card? Yes. Yes, I really do. Oh, no. <laughs> but I'll give anyone else here the opportunity first. Now that we know that it's not dangerous, come on, anyone. 
Do you have to perform tonight? Yes. How are what we going time? to go to the farm? Well, I was thinking that I get the deck of cards and I just go and pass that out and say it's magic tricks, but... It's only know. two cards per day. Well, then I guess it'll be really entertaining watching two people then, won't it? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, look, I could smash out the performance now. It's just no biggie. They didn't really give me a time where I have to do it. It was just, you know, you have to do it every night. Well, night's subjective to some people. So, you know, I do it, we go home. Well, to go home. We go to the farm. The owner is yeah. right here. Yeah, uh, I would kind of prefer that you do it uh, when there's more people around. Drum up some business. I can see why you... A little later this evening would be preferable. Okay, uh, have, you, have you got a time in mind? When it gets dark. Ah, oh, that's when we, we were going to leave an hour before that. I mean, we were going to go deal with an issue for this farmer. It's kind of life or death. Um, I'm, I'm happy to do the performance now, or I can give you a, a, a double, a special performance for the festival tomorrow, and then we give it a miss tonight. So you do a matinee? Yeah. Make a persuasion check. Can I'm gonna I'm gonna say straight up persuasion check. Okay. Because this is the night before the festival. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Listen, dearie, we talked yesterday. I gave you rooms for five nights. I can sell those rooms to any number of people who are trying to pay. I'm full up. That's fair. No, fair enough. I just like, you know, some guy could die. But, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll perform. Don't worry. All right. She goes back to serving drinks. Sorry, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to be helpful to as many people as possible. I want to jump back to my conversation with her. Go for it. Um... So, I guess I just need to ask, to clarify for myself, is is my question about the guards, is that awkward? Is that something I should not be talking to people about? I just don't want to get myself into trouble. We did notice Lieutenant Carver's visit here last night. I. Is that a usual occurrence? She kind of looks around the bar, seeing who's around as you're asking these questions. It's not really regular occurrence. Just kind of happens when they want it to. Asking these type of questions, I'm not going to get in trouble, am I? Depends on who you're talking to. Some people might be more inclined to let them know that someone seems to be asking questions. Others might not. All right, I, I'm I'm just ignorant of of uh, uh, the way that towns work. I'm I'm not offended by it, dear. I'm not going to be one of those. But you're asking the question. I'm giving you a straight answer. Okay. So, how long does Alexander have to perform for? Maybe a half an hour or so. 
couple songs. Does that seem fair to you? No, I, I reckon we can we can get in, get it done, and then we just go for a, for a midnight farm run. I think we'll be all right. You guys feel okay about traveling at night? The traveling isn't the part that I'm worried about. It's more showing up at a farmer's door at dark. Well, some of us could leave now. We were told the issue was at night. Or you guys told me that that you were told the issue was at night. Wow, this information's hard to work with. Uh, (laughs) Maybe we could split up? I'll, I'll look to everyone and I'm like, now, I really, really want to draw a card. I'm just going to be completely straight with you. But I have to perform in an hour. You know, got to stay tip top. But if anyone else wants to, yeah. Come on. And I'm sort of like... <laughs> the effects only last till dawn, but we don't know what the effects are. It could make could you be stronger. Good. Could be bad. We got, we got two chances here. We've taken out a lot of the bad ones. We already know. Well, they go back well, to the deck. Replenish. You don't. You don't know that. It says it in the. Uh, I picked that up from the. Stellan literally does know that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, he well, he does know that. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Well, may, maybe we'll do it as a celebration after we deal with this scarecrow problem. Then. Yeah, if we're going to do something, I would rather it be after the scarecrow and not before. Scroll care. Wait, what it? What is it? Crow scare. Crow scare. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. It's a regional thing. I'm happy. I'm happy to just wait till I have to perform. Then, Uh, if there's anything else we have to do. Okay. I think that this is a pretty decent spot to go ahead and take a quick break. So, jumping back in, Jacques has now entered the Hungry Halfling from his Watch of Ginny. You all have begun your conversation as to what to do tonight. Before or after Alexander needs to play his set. Yep. So, what would you all like to do? Did you guys want to go and check out that that one other place for um, for Jenny's items? And I'll keep, you know, uh, someone capable with with magic to help out with my act here. And um, yeah, while I'm performing, you guys can take out two birds with one stone. Idea. And then we can head off to the to the farm uh, afterwards. We are going to go to the farm at night. Uh, show up at this guy's farm. After sundown. Hell yeah. I mean, that's when the creatures come out, apparently. I'm, I'm game. I don't know about anyone else. Uh, but Tass's point earlier was, uh, if we showed up earlier, we could introduce ourselves while the sun is up. Yes, and we require more information True. from the farmer instead of having to wake him up in the middle of the night. So, Liberté... Vesper and Jacques, why don't you go to Thea and ask a few questions and then we can figure out who should go to see the farmer to introduce ourselves while we wait for Alexander to get done? Did we get a location of Thea? 
now. It is getting dark. Everyone is setting. Oh, oh, she's across from she's across from Ginny's uh, shop on the west end of town. Mm. Yep. All right. Then. What time is it right now? It is early evening, so it's five six ish. Okay. So I can be Alexander's roadie. Well, he, he's so he he's not supposed to perform until it's dark. That's the whole problem. Okay, so we can all go see Thea, unless Alexander needed to warm up or sleep or. Oh, I'll stay here and I'll I'll get ready for for my performance. You you guys go. Just uh, I prefer to have someone with you know just just some fun you know cantrips or something that that can help out just to just to sort of wow the crowd a bit. If anyone's got anything like that, make sure you're here on time. Okay. I'll be honest, I'm not a people person, so I would really prefer someone who's good with dealing people. Talk and to I could do it all myself, but, you know, then I not you. multitask. I, I can not. assist you, Alexander, in your show. Is someone going to go see this farmer? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Eric? What's an hour away further splitting us up? Why don't, why don't you guys go see Thea first? I'll stay here with Alexander and then come back here and then we'll figure out who goes to see the farmer. Or when, yes. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Okay. okay, that sounds good. Before this all starts, as a, as a DM note, Lieutenant Carver specifically stated that what was happening at Eric's farm was happening at night. So if you were to go there and attempt to deal with it, you would likely be there well into the evening. If you were then to take a long rest, you would probably sleep through the morning. When does the festival start? Do we know that? It starts tomorrow morning. All right, go see Thea. We'll figure it out after. All right. Sounds good. Well, I guess we just head over there right now. That's up to you guys. Yeah, you guys go. I'll stay. Are you all good here? Do you need to do something, or can we just go? No, go. Okay, let's go. I'll stay with Alexander. Okay. Okay, so the, th- the three of us yeah. go. <laughs> all right. I will move the three of you to the map. Okay. Stepping back out of the Hungry Halfling, you step into the setting sun. Moving over toward the west end of town. Since you do not know specifically where their shops are, someone go ahead and make a charisma check to try and find them. I could do that. Go for it. Straight charisma. Yes. Oh, there it is. That's a save. No, wrong button. Let me fix that. What's your charisma bonus? It's just three, isn't it? Um, Checking. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's a six. So Vesper takes the lead on trying to find the two shops. You get to the west end of town and begin asking around. 
unfortunately you're given bad directions and you lose probably a good 45 minutes before you actually find where the two shops are located. Um, they are over in this sector over here. Okay. So eventually you all get to that general area. So you are standing across from both shops. Okay. So which one's Thea's? Thea's is the one to the left. It is called Woodworker's Fancy. What are you guys doing? First, we want to take a lead on this. Sure, I could do that. I'll head in. The door is currently closed. I'm doing a great job so far. Um, is there a window, or, or like, can I peer through and see in? There is a window. If you want to look in, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. I'm going to press the right button this time. 15. You look in, and it is dark inside. You do not see anyone or anything moving around. Should we knock, or should we come back later? Probably not here. She's uh, maybe dealing with festival things, like uh, Ginny was. Mm. Well, that's that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... We are not people. Where's the um place where all the like stands are being set up again? Where was that? It's basically the entire the entire town. So stands are being set up all along the main the main road. Stages are being set up in both the main square, which is here, and then Ginny is in here in the dancing stage. There, or that's that's where she was earlier today. But I saw everyone leaving right when she left. Yes, Jacques, you did see her leave the stage after finishing her work. And was everyone else leaving as well, I'm pretty sure? Or, I mean, there were still some people setting up, but that was a little while ago. You're not sure how many people are still going to be out there. Can I make a quick... Can I also make a perception check to see if... Uh, looking at the shop, if... Anyone's been here recently? Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Mm. Natural one. Natural one. You can't really tell. There doesn't appear to be a fire or food that you can see on the inside. For all you know, it's been abandoned for a couple months. But it doesn't seem likely. Well, I guess we can go and find... The or wherever she's on a booth, stage, whatever it is called. Could head back to the tavern and just take a quick look and see if we see her. Yes. Does that sound good? Wait, who's who's all with us right now? I'm I'm there with you. Okay. Uh, Leaper, do you have any uh, suggestion at all? You're saying, do I have a suggestion? Yeah. Any inputs? No. Burn it down. <laughs> I don't. Liberté doesn't really know why we're here. <laughs> Fair enough. So, how about we just head back and keep an eye out for her, and like look, see if we see her booth or anything. The problem is we don't know what she looks like. 
Who is she? That's true. Does wasn't she like? Did Ginny tell us that she was nearby, like setting up a booth of her own? Ginny told you that she did not know where she was, and she did not give you any physical description other than she was also a halfling. Is there anyone around us where we are currently? There's a few people around. Some people walking by. I see if any of them seem, like, familiar with the area, like they live around here. Make an insight check. Okay. 19. 19. This area that you, uh, Liberté, and Jacques are currently in does seem to be more off the beaten path. There don't seem to be any carts or stalls in this area. So you get the sense that a lot of the people walking in this general area are probably people who live in the town and would have reason to walk by this area. Does anyone seem kind of shifty or? Not from what you can tell. They seem to be just going about their business. Only us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or halfling racism. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know what to do here, honestly. Yeah. You and me both. Uh, again, let's just head it back because we clear, clearly can't track people. Just go and ask the kids something. Aren't they all? Aren't they all children in the halfling? No. Alexander here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I don't want to talk to people because uh, I just I just don't like talking to people. Who who are we looking for? We're looking for a halfling. Which is half of the population here. Well, they're, they're all over the place. <laughs> exactly. Why are a we ha- looking for a halfling? Ex- excuse me, a halfling female. There's a difference. Okay, so half the people, <laughs> half the halflings are ha- are half the. Uh, who are we looking for specifically? A halfling by the name of Thea. She's a woodworker, the rival of Ginny. It sounds like, and that was all we. Got out of Ginny. Our only lead. She's yeah. our only lead. Uh, what's okay. finding the mission? I, I just I don't I don't think Liberté knew about this person. When you guys went to Ginny, <laughs> right? Like I, I wasn't there, and then you guys didn't repeat that That's in the right. story. So I don't think. So I have no idea what, what we're doing. That's not um, us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so you think you think that she took. She took uh, the the jewelry. Maybe like like we were discussing. Well, you said it might okay. have been personal, so your okay, your so rival is kind of personal. She would be at a booth just just like Jenny. Then though, she wouldn't be at her shop. Yes, but we don't know what she looks like or where her booth sure. is. J- J- Jenny didn't say what her booth was at all. She doesn't know. Well, let's head back that way. That's on the way back to the tavern anyway. If mm-hmm. we see Jenny, we can ask her. And True. if we don't, then we go back to the tavern. Okay. Okay. We don't have any other options at this point. Right. We head back. Let's head back. We head back. Boy, we are terrible. We are so terrible. All right, you all head out. I just wasn't participating because 
my character was confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could say, I could say. Yep, you you all stop by the central area where the dance stage is currently being set up. You do not see Ginny anywhere. Does not appear that she has returned after leaving earlier. I palm my face. I palm my face because I realized she walked home. Which is right across from where we were standing. Oh, I palm my face, but I do not say to the group. Ginny did not specify where she lived. That's her woodworking shop. She did not specify that that was where she lived as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess so. No, it was a shop. I just assumed that was the same one, the same. All right. We'll pick All it right. up in the morning. <laughs> Square one. You, you guys head back to the hungry <laughs> halfling, defeated, unable to find any other information. Ouch. So, Alexander. They, having spent so much time away, they must have solved the crime by now. Oh, yeah, no, they've got it covered. Like, you know, I have absolute faith that they can knock off this easy task. All they have to do is go and talk to, like, two people, and they'll have it They'll have it checked off. I mean, asking the neighbors for a description and how, how long she, you know where oh, her yeah. booth might be or you know has she been there, in the shop lately there's so, there's so many things that they could do to, to knock, knock this off like it's been what an hour hour and a bit i'm pretty sure that look they're probably already returned to, to jenny at this point mm, that's true well that's <laughs> thank i'm literally biting my tongue right now <laughs> I, I walk i walk into the cavern and say well she's dead ah dang it <laughs> Taz and Alexander, is there anything you two would like to do in the interim hour and a half or so before the other group returns? So, where is the stage area? So I'm trying to figure out the engineering of Alexander's act and all the different things that I could do to jazz him up. It's Uh, up the top right. Yeah, the stage is up here. Okay, great. So I will be his roadie. Let's see. I can do a shower of sparks. I can boost the sound up. I can. What's the lighting like in this uh, tavern area? The tavern is well lit. But like lit by what? Candles. It's lit, fam. Candles, okay. Hell of it. Thaumaturgy can dim the lights. That's what I was thinking. I could magnify his voice or his music, and I can also do some spark showers at the start or at the finish. I've got some dancing lights. I got, I got, I got a whole bunch of tricks for this. So. Okay, so... Do you want the sparks at the beginning of the show to wake people up, or do you want it at the end for your big finish? I think we start with the with the dim. I'll use the dancing lights to draw attention to the act, and then sort of like you know, as you, as you can see, it's sort of coming coming to an end. I'll sort of strike a pose, and then we we fire off some sparks nearby, and yeah, it just you know, it's all showmanship. You'll you'll know when it's the time. Okay. Eventually, the other three come back. 
they walk in looking around alexander i will say at this point you and taz are gearing up to get ready for the performance itself yep that's when the other three walk in i go and just sit on my stool and not say anything uh, I'll, I'll just be like, oh, hey, guys, so, so it's all done then, all sorted? Totally. Was Ginny grateful for all of the rescuing yep. of her prizes? Well, it's still an ongoing investigation. Don't worry about it. Yeah, unfortunately, the woman we want to talk to is dead. Oh, man. It's been a day. It's, it's been a... Just Lots of people day. dying or almost dying today. I don't know about this town. Yep, uh, so that's a complete dead end. Uh, we don't need to look into it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Festivals are crazy, am I right? Who's that? So I guess we'll go to the farm tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, I thought we were going tonight. I want to well, go. It's already, the sun's already down, so... Nine o'clock, he does his show, nine thirty, hour travel, ten thirty, and then even if we took care of the scarecrow right away, it would be long rest. Seven o'clock and we'd be there by nine. You know, we show up fashionably late, we you know, deal with the problem. Uh, it's not too bad. The sun's still up at nine. Maybe. Oh, I thought I... I as the DM am saying she wants it when the sun goes is going down. So not like mm. dark, dark, right? So, so like, okay. I mean, but between seven thirty and nine ish. All right. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll go as early as possible then, so we have the most time to make our plan. So, okay. All right, Alexander, you are preparing for your performance. Yep. As you all are looking around, the tavern is full. There is not a seat around in the tavern. There are lots of people drinking merrily, doing toasts, laughing, joking. It seems to be quite a jovial atmosphere. Do we recognize anybody in the bar? Make a perception check. Jacques, do you recognize anybody in the bar? Oh, shit, me with these perception rolls. You can't ask Jacques. I know. Do it every time. I know, <laughs> I know. Well. See? Well. <laughs> I rolled a 19 with a 1, so that's a dirty 20. Wait, wait, were you asking me out of game or in game, Taz? <laughs> out of. Oh, okay. Now, I would have I I done that if you had asked me in game, but... <laughs> Liberté, what are you looking for? I just want to make sure that the guard that Alexander had impersonated before, make sure I don't see him. You currently do not see him. Seems to be mostly full of halflings. And this is out of concern of the guy recognizing Alexander's voice at a point where he probably can't be quiet. Right. Understood. It's a singing voice. It's fine. Are there any... Well, since I rolled a 20, are there any guards? Is Lieutenant Carver here? Is there anybody we recognize? There currently are no guards, no Lieutenant Carver. You recognize a few faces from the night before. It seems that a number of these people are probably staying here in the tavern. You also recognize a few people that were out setting things up. 
nobody that really stands out. You just recognize some faces. Okay. So it's Norm down at the end of the bar, one of the regulars. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. Alexander, you are preparing. Performance is about to start. Anything you guys would like to do before that? Um... Hmm. No, I'm pretty much good, actually. I wanted to buy a bottle of wine from Brianna. Okay. Well, I can certainly give you a bottle of wine. What good a quality are you looking for? Are you looking for good, or are you looking for just uh, as cheap as you can get? Well, I guess it... Well, how much is good? Well, around here, a good bottle of wine will run you about eight gold... You have something in the middle? I mean, yeah, but it's not as good. Thing about quality, middle ground would probably run you between four and five. Okay, I'll take the middle. As I see him making this exchange, I say to Vesper, the guy gets Alexander to buy him a 107 gold pearl and then spends his own money on alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking over the other guys and like, what? Come on, what a cheaper. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and mark off uh, f- yep. five gold. This is Burlington. I asked for an ale. Okay, you get an ale. An ale is... I have to look it up because I don't remember off the top of my head. Do, 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 do. An ale is five copper. How much are Dinners, food, meals for your you guys are being included in the performances if they are good enough. Oh, oh, no pressure. Rocket Alexander. I'm gonna oh, get yeah. nail too. Mark off for myself. Should it take a stage dive? Well, we'll see what we'll see what the night takes us. <laughs> All right. Is anybody doing anything to assist with the performance? Yes. What's going on? So I'll be dimming the lights. I'll be amplifying Alexander. And then at the end of the show, I'll be using uh, prestidigitation for uh, a spark of shower or shower of sparks. Sorry. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything? I really have anything. I think last time I had used Minor Illusion to accompany his song. Okay. You know. I can actually think of some good uses for that. So, I'll, um... Oh, this is your last chance to get it in yeah, before you start. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go to Liberty. I'm like, now I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of doing a song sort of uh, relevant to what happened today. Do you think you could uh, just do a minor illusion of like a, a phantom or a shapeshifter as I'm singing about it? You know, just um, just, just minor minor figure. You know, so just change the, the illusion cannot transform, but I could cast one and then cast another behind it as I release it, and it might look like it changed. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. If it doesn't know how I'm done, they'll probably be more focused on me, but it it adds to the tension. All right. 
Go ahead and make your performance check with advantage, Alexander. All right. Make it good. No, I'll do what I want. Um, uh, performance. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Full house. 25, yes. Yes. So as soon as Alexander jumps in, has starts using his effects, Liberté starts using Minor Illusion, what are you singing about, Alexander, as you are singing this tale of your day? Yeah, so I'll, I'll sing a tale of, um, of a, a phantom that, that goes town to town robbing people for... Um, uh, I'm not going to sing it because I can't think of anything, but um, uh, sort of, you know, go and... Uh, you know, robs people and hands out the the wealth to the poor. He's he's just he's he's an all right guy. You know, just trying to up his image, and he'll be referred to as the Phantom of the Night. All right, just rocking it out. Yep. So you you you've been in this area for a little while now. You've actually mm. picked up a little bit of kind of the the local musical stylings. So you are able to pick up on your instrument a lot of the the little halfling flair. And it's not long before the entire tavern is kind of cheering along, clapping along with the beat. They seem to be really, really enjoying themselves. Taz, your sparks are going off. Liberté is using illusions to try to make the story happen as you are describing it. You see an individual all clad in black who's kind of like looking around. Then you see an individual who is reaching into the back pocket of somebody before handing it to a beggar. It, it It is a very well-arced story, and the individuals seem to be drinking it up, both literally and figuratively, just having a really, really good evening. I'm well, assuming that, th- that this goes for about a half an hour. So. A yeah, it would be a long Half an hour long song. A rock opera. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do a few requests. I'll maybe smash out, you know, Tribute by Tenacious D. Um, you know, whatever. Um... <laughs> All right. Vesper, let's see, Vesper and Jacques, what are you doing while this is going on? Drinking. Jacques is at the bar (laughs) drinking. Uh, Um, Vesper, what are you doing? I know there's no sitting space, so I'm just going to be standing watching the performance. Okay. Are you standing right by the door, or where are you standing? Ah, let's see. Where's the, like, stage again? Here. Yeah. Okay, I'll go over and just stand by the dudes over here. That's where I am. Okay, good to know. Eventually, Alexander, your performance does come to a close. The tavern gives you a rousing round of applause. People are very into it. Um, I'm bowing, you know, just reveling in the attention, and then I take off my hat and just sort of, just sort of gesture to everyone, going, "If you, if you like the show, tip the, tip the performer, you know, smash that like button, subscribe, um, all that good shit." <laughs> <laughs> all right, as you kind of step down off the stage, hat hat, uh, hat out, Brianna does give you a wink and a very high, uh, high smile, indicating she uh, approves. You walk around, you get from this entire packed tavern, I will say you get 
13 gold and mm, 9 silver. Hell yeah. Your you know, mission to save a farmer ain't shit. I earned more than that. Um... The only reason you get that much is because you performed really well. You played what was uh, an interesting take on a classic from this region, so they really mm. appreciated that. And it is packed. So it, you didn't get 13 gold and then 9 silver. You, that's what you get the equivalent of. Right. And I'll I'll go to um, Taz and Liberté that helped me out, and I'll give them 2 gold each. And be like, thanks for the help, guys. Everyone owns their keep, and Alexander and the boys. <laughs> we still gotta workshop that name a little. Uh, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Alright. Your performance has ended. It is now getting into the actual nighttime. There is just a little bit of orange still in the sky, although it is mostly dark. You all are free to do what you will. Now, I can't remember, did I win the argument and get to keep the cards? I feel like we're at a bit of a standstill. To my recollection, Taz agreed to that deal. Yeah. You okay. you you get the cards. Heck yeah. You're you're not allowed to use them on us unless we ask you to. You have to draw it yourself. It's fine. Alright. Is that um Wait, let me read that description. Has the pearl, right? Yeah. It's more of a communal item, but he does have it for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because we could both use identify. I just prefer not to. Ah. To may draw one. Yeah. They have to draw it. Okay. It can't be used on somebody. They have to draw the card. Correct. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I could use command, but I don't have that. But that could be funny. Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, in combat, I use suggestion to make somebody draw a card. <laughs> and it makes them stronger. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That'll be one time that it backfires. I mean, you be- sorry. You, you become an ancient red dragon. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um, after the performance, I actually wanted to duck out of the um, of the tavern to see how busy it is outside, uh, specifically more around, like, the uh, the job board area. Around the job board specifically, if you kind of duck out for a couple minutes and then come back, it's not super busy. There seems to be mostly people, and it's interesting now, with this many people coming into town for the festival, there are people who are just kind of setting up next to their stalls and carts, just kind of sleeping out in the open. Mm-hmm. so they can be there for the start of the festival in the morning. So there's people all around, but it's not like they're up and doing things. Most people seem to be settling down for the evening. There, are, If you actually go up to the jobs pole itself, there aren't any new entries. Okay, so, but is there any... There's not a whole lot of people specifically around that job board, though. Not really, no. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna duck off into a corner... I'm going to use my Hat of Disguise to change into a cloaked figure. Um, just, you know, dark okay. black cloak over me. Um, and then I'm going to take out my ink and my paper, um, just while I'm still hiding. Do you want me to roll stealth, or it doesn't really matter? Uh, 
Are, are you trying to be stealthy about I'm it? I'm trying to be stealthy. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check. There's a lot of people around you. Well, I'm ducking into like an alley or something. Oh, that's with advantage. Oh, uh, oh. Are, are are you referring to like to change yourself or when you actually go to hang the? Oh, I'm gonna hang something, but I'm still I still need to ride it. So oh, gonna I'm gonna hang. go duck into an alley. <laughs> I'm going to change my form and then I'm gonna write a note. Out. Okay. And then I'm gonna I, come back. I don't think you need a stealth check for that necessarily. Right. If you go into like an, a deserted alleyway, you don't need to, to make a stealth check because you can just get into the alley, change your form, and that's that. So that's good because that was an eight. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do that because that was what I meant. Um, and I'm gonna go in there, and I am going to write a note on the paper saying uh, the Phantom of the Night will return, and I will then use my dagger that I have to cut onto my hand and just smear blood on the bottom of it and then i'll take the dagger and i'll put it into the job board uh that that i can do stealthy or whatever um that's what's holding the note yeah okay make a or are, are you trying are you attempting for the note to be intimidating I'm just putting it in there to as just a general note to everyone in the town because obviously everyone kind of knows what happened today. So, okay, make a make a performance check. No worries, do that. Hell yeah. Okay. And yeah, so I'll I'll slam it in there and then I'll just disappear off into the night. Twenty five performance check. Hell yeah. <laughs> people watch you do it they see you stab the dagger in but no one like follows you after you walk away no that's fine they they, they don't think anything of it immediately mm-hmm. that's that's all i need it's just there for tomorrow or just guards to find or something eventually alexander comes back into the tavern what is everyone else doing i'm actually thinking <laughs> about the deck of cards, but more the name of the Arcanist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to recall if I would have read something about him. I'm not sure if that's like a history check or is that an Arcana check or a straight up intelligence check or. Gonna be a history check. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, your old neighbor. my goodness. <laughs> Natural 20. Paying back the natural one. See? You, you just wanted to wow. save them. You know there's other numbers on the dice though, right? It's not a coin. <sighs> okay. So, you actually have read a couple of items about Mr. Kuthat. First of all, you do know that he is a very famous arcanist known to be the creator of numerous magic items, such as the Deck of Deliverance. You don't know the specifics of any, but you know that he was an individual who liked to push the boundaries of magic and create items that were interesting and out there. Not necessarily for good or evil, he just liked to create magical items. He was one of the individuals who founded the Unterpog Academy in Preet. 
And the Unterpog Academy has been around for hundreds of years. So he has not been around for a while, <laughs> as far as you are aware. Let me see. What else do you get with a natural 20? So Liberté is from Preet. So, if, okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to decide what else you get with a 20. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. No. So Liberté, the cards were created by the arcanist who founded the Unterpog Academy. Have you been there or heard of it or... Have you heard of other items from there? I think I need to do a history check then. Based on your background, you would know of the Unterpog Academy. Unterpog is the current capital of Preet. Preet itself is a country that has seen many wars, many revolutions. It it's like ancient China where it, it gets together, then it breaks up into factions and then it gets back together and then separates off into two. Nope. Back together. It breaks up again. Currently Preet is a, is a whole location. Recently they defended their independence within the last decade from the Saluba kingdom. And Liberté, you would know based on your past and who you interacted with, you would know of the Unterpog Academy as the top of the line place for magical education. It is basically a wizard's paradise. How close is Unterpog to Iridan? It is not very. Okay. Unterpog is near Stratstrar Bay in the Highlands, whereas uh, Iridan is near the northern coast in the Lowlands. It's on the it's on the other side of the Sentinel Mountains. And do they only accept wizards at the academy? I would say you do not know that Liberté. But based on the fact that it is a school of magic, you would assume that anyone who shows magical prowess would likely be accepted. So did Chultat have a particular school of magic that he liked to create these items, or? With a natural 20, I will say he did not have a particular school. He was very much a dabbler in all arts that he could find. He was very much a, I have an idea that no one's tried before. I want to do it, and I want to make it work. So I'm going to focus all my energy until I make it work. And what's his most famous item? I would say you don't know. Hmm. It's not that in-depth, what you've read. Well, then I'm glad I took some time to think about it. <laughs> about this time, I'll say you're back, Alexander. Do we notice? All right. So, so, what are we doing? Uh, I, I would say, yeah. He he didn't try to leave stealthily, so you saw him walk out for a few minutes and then come back. Is he still in disguise? No, I would have dropped that. Yeah. We see oh. his hand. That's yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna hand him the deck of cards. A promise is a promise. Okay. Thank you. Do, I... do I notice his hand is bleeding? 
make a actually what's your passive? Uh ugh, eleven. Uh I'm gonna say no. Okay. Alright, so on to Eric the farmer's house. Well, do we want to do that tonight and miss the kickoff of the festival, or do we want to do that tomorrow night? How badly when do we're you guys well want to visit this festival? Like, real I've reason? never been. Huh. I've never been to one either. Like, at the, ever. Same here. Never been to one, but I don't really care about it. I can make a lot of money on that day, so... I'd say that's pretty up there for me, but, you know, it's, it's up to only... you guys. Hmm. I mean, yeah, but I'm a traveling performer. I mean, yeah, what else do you do on those days? Well, you make sense, but... Mm. But... Alexander needs his boys. Actually, he doesn't. The boys need Alexander, let's be honest, but... Yeah. I suppose it would be better to approach the farmer in daylight. Well, we're and... going to have the same problem again tomorrow. Yeah, because I've still got to perform here tomorrow night, so... Well, no, because we can actually go after the festival, but before the sun is down, get back here. We can visit the farmer after we've seen the festival. Alexander can perform, then we can go back to the farm, and the farmer knows that we're actually coming. Okay, that works. And hopefully Wait. the farmer can point out where these scared crow are. Oh, it's in two days. I thought it was tomorrow. No, the festival is two days long. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to finding these things than I am to the festival. Yeah, if we miss one festival day, we'll be around for the second one. I don't... Oh, I mean... Okay, but I want I want in on the payment that you guys get from this, because I'm, I'm missing out on, on a little bit of time. But oh, as long as we do that, I think we're alright. Well, we, we finish whatever we need to do here first, and then head out. In. Okay, well, yeah, no, I'm good to go there tonight, then. That's fine. Everyone else okay? Let's just make the decision. Let's go tonight. Right. Yeah, tonight? let's go tonight, and then just come back tomorrow. Let's just go. We'll fi- and whatever happens, happens. That's good. All right. Um, honestly, I am excited. We'll have to time be there to find some, anyway. Time to find some crow scares. Okay. Alexander, do you want to light the way? Sure, I can do that. What what colors would you prefer the lights to be? Pink. I can do that. Alright. You all head out of the Hungry Halfling. Head on into the evening. Set out on the southeastern road, heading towards Eric's house. Pink lights lighting the way. Yep. Dancing lights scattering around us. Renewing it as often as you need to. Yep. 
what all would you like to do? Look for a farm that we've never been to in the absolute darkness. Hell yeah. Um, Keeping our eyes open. Yeah. And and ears. Uh, I wanted to keep uh, an eye out for any, like, I don't know, bandits or any creatures coming at us. Okay. Make a perception check. I did. Oh, okay. 13. You you keep a watch. There doesn't seem to be any creatures or anything around. On your way out of town, you do pass a few stragglers who are still heading into Dunalin for the festival tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, they are probably not going to find a room. But that's that's on them. As soon as you get outside of town, you start passing many farms. This is a farming community. There are going to be many farmhouses. Oh, shoot. How many um, people did we walk past that were straggling into the... Not into a ton. Okay. Not a ton. Maybe, you know, two or three, group of five every 10 minutes or so. It's not like super, super often. Are uh, they don't worry about it. lots of baggage with them, or is this more locals coming into the town? It's a mix. Some people do seem to have wares they are wanting to eventually sell. Some have horses leading a cart. Others, it is just them and themselves. Maybe we could be the bandits. So where does the where does the contract say that the farm is? It doesn't. Yeah, the yeah, the con- the, an hour. the the contract itself does not have specific directions. What? <laughs> uh, we're passing farmhouses, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. By like close to the road. Some are close. Some are farther. So the ones that are close, is there any that have, like, lights on that we could maybe go up and ask if they know where Eric lives? Well, uh, make a perception check. Got it. I mean, I was assuming that the contract told us where the house was, so I, I don't think I would have just left town without figuring out where it is. Well, we're winging it now. Yeah. I, yeah. I asked specifically in the office... And the only directions that we were given was an hour southeast of town. Which is why I assumed it was in the contract. Because he would have been more specific. I mean, we asked where it was, and he wasn't more specific? <laughs> I mean, that's... No, because if you recall, he asked somebody else for the directions. He, okay. did, he himself did not know. Mm. <laughs> you look around... The how uh, the farmhouses around you in this specific area, you're probably eh, 20, 25 minutes outside of town. You don't immediately see one with lights on. There's no lanterns hanging. There's no lights on the inside. Everyone seems to be settling down, at least in this area. And how long have we been traveling? About 20, 25 minutes. Oh, okay, so we'll just keep going. I don't want to. This is ridiculous. If we don't know where it is, what are we doing? He said it was an hour out, so if we go there, maybe we could figure out from there? Yeah, is it 50 minutes or 70? Worst case, we exercised our dinner off. 
You guys got dinner? No. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, no. I'm just happy to keep going. Like, if we got to camp out, we got to camp out. We got our out. Camping out. <laughs> no one, no one could kill me anyway. These creatures don't sound natural, so I could perhaps detect them if we get farther away where the general area that's supposed to be in. Maybe that could help. Ah, that helps. We got a homing beacon. This is, of course, assuming that they're unnatural or evil or whatever. Well, they sound pretty angry. Uh. So, step in the right direction. Oh, um, and I, I want to, uh, when we get out of town to a decent amount, I'll uh, poof out Charles and I'll have him with me. And I'll just sort of look at him and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you're a criminal. Like, what do you want? <laughs> his crime. So, Alexander, I'm curious. Can can he be something else that's less conspicuous than a black cat that was known to have assisted whoever attempted to murder the town guard? I mean, I mean, look, I, I don't know how how relevant the cat is to the story. Um, there was definitely no cat in my song. So, like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm writing the lore on this. So, yeah. No, I, I think he's okay. I, I think I'll leave him as is. He I just sort of, like, poof him around when I, when I need him. And if not, then he can just sort of hang out. And whenever we're just not being watched, he can, he can come out. He probably can change into other stuff, but he doesn't like it. And, frankly... If he don't like it, I don't like it. Okay. How long have you had him? Ah, I've had him... Hmm. Probably upwards of ten years. Is he that old, or was he... Well, visibly, you, you could probably look at him, and he probably looks like a cat that's about one or two years old. He's not... He's not an old-looking boy at all. Are Are we seeing any lights the or... Anything more as we're walking further down the road? You don't see any lights on in houses. You are still passing it, people every now and then. Though those are getting less and less frequent the farther out you are getting from town. Uh, are the people that were passing, uh, do they look like they're farm folk, I suppose? Most do. They seem okay. to have worn clothes, a hardened expression. Maybe a little tired, but excited for tomorrow. I'll sort of shift one of my lights over to one of them, and I'll be like, hey, can you answer a question for me? You see a rather short halfling, probably a little bit on the younger side. Sure. How how can, can I help you? Actually, I have no idea what the question I have to ask. I'll just, I'll just push you over to these guys. Um, so who are we looking for, guys? <laughs> Eric, the farmer. Uh, do you know where, where Eric's farm is? <laughs> you guys looking for Eric? Yes, we are. Why are you looking for Eric? Seems a bit random. Oh, we're, we're here to help him out with, uh, with his harvesting just before the festival. We just figured we'd pop out and try and smash it out before... For tomorrow. He gives you a real curious look. 
not sure why Eric would be wanting help with harvesting in the middle of the night. <laughs> Alexander comes with lights. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's an added inclusion. It's just part of my service. Plants are harvested at night. You do seem to be magic, so maybe you got that going for you, I guess. Yeah, Eric's place is, you keep going, maybe another half an hour or so. Look for the place with all the freaking lights on, paranoid bastards. All right, that makes it easy. Thank you for your help. Paranoid? Yeah, you would be too if your freaking scarecrow came to life every night. Scarecrow? Did the scarecrows attack people? Like? It would be understandable if he is paranoid. The halfling kind of shrugs. I don't know. Just what I've been hearing. <laughs> is a square crow the same thing as a crow scare? I don't know what that is, but you people are weirding me out. I'm going to walk away now. And he just starts walking off. Thank you. Okay, but I'm taking my light back. All right. All right. We'll head. I'll head down the road half an hour. I don't really have anything else to do at this point. And, and look for a house with lots of lights on. Yep. So you walk down the road for another half an hour or so. Eventually, you see the lights. Before you see the house, there is a farmhouse that is fairly well lit on the outside. There are a number of lanterns hanging. Most seem to be centered around a patch of farm field off in the distance. Okay, Captain Charming. Oh, that's let's, me. Let's okay. Yeah. Um, sure, no worries. Uh, I'll keep a lookout for um, any spooky, scary scarecrows if I can. I'll just sort of like flourish my lights over anywhere that seems a bit dim or whatever. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Can I as well? Uh, sure. So, Jacques. You also have light? Yeah, that's alright. Yeah, I just cast light on my, that's my blade. 18. You guys don't see any living scarecrows. Do start to walk up toward what looks to be a decent looking farmhouse. It's not too big, and it's not in the most pristine of shape, but it does seem to be holding its own resolute against the elements and keeping this farm afloat. You are walking up the path when you actually hear a voice call out to you. Who goes there? Uh, we've been sent by Lieutenant Carver. He awarded us a, a contract to come assist you with your scarecrow issue. And I sort of take uh, the contract out. And can can we come say hello? Closer? Sure. Wait on the porch. And looking up, you guys now see up on the actual roof, there's lo- there's like a little um, uh, balcony, and you see a little halfling up on top who's got a crossbow in his hands, and he's been staring out, out into the farm field. And he kind of lo- was looking over, seeing the lights as you guys approached, and he walks inside. Okay. Vesper, would now be a good time for you to uh, do your thing? Right, right, yes. All right. 
you use your divine sense to try to sense out any strong celestials, fiends, or undead within 60 feet, and you currently do not sense any. Okay. He's crazy. Eventually, a couple minutes go by, you hear and the door opens and you see a a rather stout-looking halfling. Weathered clothes, overalls, jeans, kind of a, a, a tuft of blonde hair, a little bit of a, of, of a goatee going on. Lieutenant Carvis at you. Uh, yes, he did. He indicated to us that you might need some assistance. I do. It's out there. Go get it. What? What is out there? How many are out there? Well, I... Uh... I guess, what did he tell you? Not much. Called them, uh, crow scares, which tells you a lot. Bastard. Well, give you a quick summary. It's been happening for probably a few weeks now. My my scarecrow that's out uh, in the bean patch seems to move at night. Uh, I thought it was just a trick of trick of my eyes for a while but then i started noticing that certain crops were, were being destroyed in the middle of the night so i actually stayed up and uh it it sort of came after me um it just got up and started walking I, I really don't know what what what's going on um so i i went to the lieutenant the only person who i figured might know what was going on and uh, he, they said they'd figure out a way to deal with it, but they haven't yet, so... But only moves at night? Yes, as far as I can tell. Hasn't happened during the day. Every night? Most nights. I try to not think about it and sleep, but it's kind of hard. Are you sure this is the same one that you had before? Uh, it It appears to be. It's the, it looks the same every morning, just like, like I made it. During the day, have you actually tried to take it down and burn it? No. Should, should I? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Well, don't, don't, don't worry. Alexander and the boys are here to deal with it, and uh, we'll cross this one up for you real quick. Right. I poked it with a stick and it didn't move, so uh, I don't know. Mm. And it always returns to the same spot that it should be in? Yeah, it, it's it's always hung up every morning just like it should be. Can I arcana check or something what I know about inanimate objects that begin to move? Make an arcana check. Can I make an insight and see this sure. guy's like insane? Yeah, go ahead and make an insight. Liberté, you know of magics that can animate objects. Most of this group has a rather close experience with that over the last few weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Jacques, he seems to be telling the truth. Mm. Alright. So... In these kind of circumstances, what would Gothrak do? He would go and break it. 
Yeah, he probably charged. He probably rage and charge right now. Um, how much destruction is acceptable? <laughs> You're asking the farmer. Yes. Of uh, destruction of what? Your I don't crops. know. Your crops. Can we perhaps the scare the scarecrow? I mean, to be fair, I haven't touched it myself. Like I said, all I did was poke it with a stick and it didn't move. In terms of my crops, I would really prefer you not damage them. They're kind of what I use to live and make money. I'm not saying it would be on purpose, but I'm saying that if it comes down to me hitting this thing with some fire to kill it, and maybe that damaging some crops, I need to know what you would prefer me to do. Well, I I guess if if at the end of the day you're solving the problem, that's that's okay because in the long term it'd save me. So you have my word that I will be careful. What time of the night does it normally animate? Uh, I I don't really know when just when it's dark. It's it's never happened when when it's been light out. How many scare scare or uh, whatever scarecrows do you even have up? Currently, Is it just the one. Yeah, I, I I just got the one. All right. And well, how this... far from the house is it? Based on the the positioning of the lights, you would guess that it's probably one hundred fifty, two hundred feet up. Has ever come close to the your house? <laughs> Not that I know of. The one time that I went out at night, it it seemed to kind of shamble after me, but I I just up and ran. And mm. uh, when by the time I got back here, it, it, I wasn't close to it anymore. I'm mm. not sure what it did after that. So we have to meet it in the field then. So what direction? Yeah, uh, he he points you out to the field. Uh, it's it, it's that one over there. Straight ahead. So, Alexander, how far do your lights go? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think it's that far from me. It's a, it, it can be a total of 120 feet away, but each light has to be within 20 feet of another. Okay. Well, I'll, um, I'll just throw the lights. Uh, uh, we... 120 feet away from the field? Probably not. No, we can walk that, and then you can... I know, it's just like... Send your lights out, and just... Jacques has his sword my lit light. up. Yeah. yeah. Draw my sword right. and let my blade up. Let's, Let's take a look. Let's, Let's move out. Well, thank you guys. I, I really appreciate this. You don't need my help, do you? Uh... No. Good. As soon as he says that, he walks in, shuts the door, and starts locking all the locks. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I'll take front. Anyone else want to follow? Oh, I'll stay near you. Maybe I can um, negotiate. I f- so Vesper, you use a great sword, and I like put a hand on my sword at my side. Okay, just. Uh, Jacques, she might need some room to operate, so... Mm. I'm not planning to engage. Okay. 
Okay, you seem very anxious to get out there and hit something. Okay. I'll um I'll just suggest uh I'm like we we don't have to get too close to it. I do have uh, an agent that I can send to check it out and I'll hold up Charles. I'm like we could we could deploy him. What if he, he gets hurt? Check it out. Yeah. He'll be right. I'm also an idiot. I made a map for this and I completely forgot to move you guys. <laughs> I was wondering about that. It's like, we've been in the tavern this entire time. It's all an illusion. <laughs> Boy, that was some really strong alcohol. There you go. Uh, I, I just moved you all to out, just outside the farmhouse. Oh, cool. Nice. I'm so excited. I want to slap a scarecrow so bad. You all begin to head out towards the field. Go Can ahead. I make a perception check just to see if anyone's or any movement? Go ahead and make a perception check. Or footsteps. Check. Yeah. Movement, footsteps. Oh, my God. Uh, nope, sorry. Eight. Um, <laughs> yep, the, your own light is kind of blinding you a little bit, and you have to, like, put your arm out and let your eyes readjust to the dark for a sec and then try to look, mm-hmm. but you don't mm-hmm. see anything. So you all set out from Eric's front door, heading out towards his bean patch, as he called it. And I think that is a decent spot to end for tonight.